people out there. But that's okay, for there is an outpost on the horizon, a ray of sunshine, and a beacon of light to guide you through these dangerous times. Aaron's Gun Shop and 25-yard indoor range is proud to present the Aaron's High Cap Adventure Radio Program. We're simulcasting not only here at 105.1 FM, The Ranch, but at a KRXT 98.5 FM. And both stations have applicable Listen Live apps, so if you can't get them on the radio, you can listen live on your phone. Don't forget also to check us out live. We're Facebooking, streaming at Facebook at aaronsgunshop.com. Check it out and give us a call here at 254-697-6633. Andy, how are you doing this morning? I am so good. If there's any better, there'll be two of me. <laughs> And Shelby, you did a fantastic job last week, like you do every week. Thank you. Thank you. And we need to get you a mic, a fourth mic in here so you can have one on your own. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what we're going to do, because we've got an action-packed show today. I'm going to go right into show highlights and give you just some highlights of the headlines that are breaking. First of all, though, we'll be doing a devotional in the second segment. I'll do some announcements. True stories possibly later on in the program. The word of the day coming up momentarily. Quote of the day once the colonel gets here. The judge will be doing our revival prayer after the second segment. At the bottom of the hour, I'm going to have Katie from Ma's Kitchen calling. And my gosh, if you have not gone to Ma's Kitchen to get some food, you are missing out. In Harker Heights, she'll be giving us a rundown of the menu for today and possibly the rest of the week and all the specials that go with that. The Colonel will be doing the constitutional segment. He'll be talking about the U.S. Constitution and the Texas Constitution. And this is very important, ladies and gentlemen, because there's not left, there's not right. There's American, there's Patriot, there's the Constitution, there's the Bill of Rights, there's the Pillar of God. It's a three-pillared country. And the biggest one, the tall one that holds up the roof is the Pillar of God. To the left is the Constitution, to the right is the Bill of Rights. We need to learn them, understand them, so that we can see when something is going contrary to that, we can say, no, that is wrong. You are out of bounds. You need to stop. You need to reverse course and go back to what the Constitution says. Not what you think feels good, not what you think sounds good, but what is written in the Constitution, because I say this till I'm blue in the face, and that is, if you don't like what's in the Constitution, Learn the Constitution and learn how to change it in accordance to the Constitution. Because if you do that and persuade more people than me and I lose and you win, well, guess what? Matt sucks it up and he follows your rules until I can convince other people that I think my way is better. But that's how you do it. If you go outside the the reins of the Constitution, you are wrong. 
Now, there's times when that happens and it's accidental because you're just ignorant of the situation and you don't know. Okay, well, you're taught. You say, oh, I did it wrong. You learn your lesson and you, you correct your ways. There are others, though, who do it with evil intent. They know exactly what they're doing. And that is treasonous to this nation. That is treasonous to this country. That's treasonous to the Constitution. I swore an oath to it, as so many other men and women have done, to defend it from both foreign and domestic uh, threats. So let's learn it. And that's what the colonel does best. Also coming up here, let's, go, let's do the word of the day. And this is very interesting here. My wingman has just flown in. The word of the day was interesting because the word repeated itself in two different articles. The word of the day comes from the headline of a story, the body of a story, or the conversation of the story. And if you can call up at 254-697-6633 and put that word of the day into a sentence, give us a call here and the colonel likes it. We'll give you a thumbs up. And if you have a business, you can promote your business. If not, somebody else's business, some charitable event or cause. Now, the word of the day is reparations. Reparations. And reparations is a noun. The definition is the making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wronged. And I've got two headlines here. Colonel, you're going to love this. Two headlines. The first one is St. Louis investigates paying reparations in city where nearly half of the 300,000 residents are black. So the word reparations was in the headline. The next headline reads, Climate hypocrite, John Kerry says it would be great if Americans paid carbon reparations. <laughs> As everybody puts their face into their palms. Is that unbelievable or what? As he flies around in his Learjet. So give me a call. Put the word of the day into a sentence. If we like it, you'll get some airtime. Let me continue. North Carolina... Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to hit this because this is very interesting. It's very important. And being who I am and what I've done in the military, yeah, good oh, deal. No. For all of you watching on Facebook, I hope you didn't hurt yourself. <laughs> Camera just dropped. We'll fix it after the break. Show. Yeah, just give me a second. All right. North Carolina power substations taken out by gunfire. North Carolina power substations taken out by gunfire. The next headline reads... Five electricity substations in Oregon and Washington are attacked just days after two in North Carolina were shot up, causing widespread power outages. Colonel, I'm sure you're going to back me up on this, but if a terrorist wanted to jack this nation up, all you got to do is set fires on the side of the road, um, shoot out substations. It doesn't take much thinking. It doesn't take much equipment. It utilizes all your first responders, and once they're all busy, you can do the real bad stuff. That's true. And That's our right. the grid is extremely fragile. The mother nature can take it out with a little uh, solar storm sending radiation down through the atmosphere. And we get a power surge. They had a big one back in the 1800s that took out all of the telegraph stations. That's amazing because back then it was so simple. And yeah. with that surge, it took and there those. were there were stories about telegraph operators being electrocuted or severely shocked by their equipment. Telegraphers, excuse me. Uh, now this uh, this headline I liked because it represents the human sheepdog. Georgia sheepdog, literal sheepdog, sheepdog fights off, kills eight coyotes. 
after pack attacks his sheep. Ladies and gentlemen, patriots are sheepdogs. They watch over their weaker counterparts, those who truly cannot take care of themselves. The sheepdog isn't looking to have fame and glory. It's just who they are. It's their DNA. They're there to protect the weak, the ones who can't defend themselves. And this dog, it was a perfect example of that, defends his sheep, kills off eight coyotes. Yep. He hit out for a couple of days, licked his wounds, and then came back up and said, I'm hungry. <laughs> That's right. Now, this is very interesting. I would like your opinion. Eight six. I'm sorry, uh, 254-697-6633. Elon Musk says Neuralink is almost ready to implant brain chips that one thinks are that no one thinks are good for society. Now let me make a comment real quick. If you have a neural link for somebody who's paralyzed and it can make them utilize their limbs, fantastic. But you and I both know it's not going to stop there. You have to read the book Endgame, yep, which has a large section on the uh, not yeah bionic persons, and that's. Uh, a thing that they look for. This part of this COVID thing, the, the depopulation of the country will lead to this sort of thing. Now, Colonel, we've been talking about how elections can be um, manipulated manipulated here by social media. We'll just talk social media here. We have visibility filtering. The Twitter files reveal shadow banning other tools used to censor conservatives. It's coming out more and more. Elon Musk is sending out all the emails and it's proving how the suppression of conservative thought is being done. Trump's success suggests termination of U.S. Constitution allowable over 2020 Twitter scandal. Now look, no, I know what he meant, but the way he speaks is terrible. Well, yeah. and the way he's quoted is even mm -hmm. worse. worse. <laughs> I've read the uh, on Rumble his actual quote. If you put it into context and read his quote, okay. It what he said was is if we let the 2020 elections and all of the criminal activity that took place, and I say criminal activity that took place, then we just as well throw the Constitution away. That's what That's he said. What he, he didn't say throw the Constitution away. He said if we let all of this illegal activity, if we let Congress keep breaking their oaths of office, then we also have a real issue. If we elect, re-elect blaspheming liars, and I use that term knowing what it means because when you take an oath of office and so help me God, and you have no intent of keeping that oath when you swear it, you are a blaspheming liar. And I tell you, there are hardly any in Congress that do not fit that category. All right, I got about 30 seconds left. Let me finish up these highlights. ABC legal analyst Sonny Hostin. Republican border concerns are a lot of political theater. Really? Well, here's a Breitbart report. Biden moving full speed ahead with ending Title 42, inviting flood of illegal immigration. And then this is interesting. I can't wait for Dr. Shelley to talk about this one because I'm going to hand it to her and see what she says. New Zealand takes baby from parents demanding unvaccinated blood for heart surgery. If you didn't understand that article, that means the parents don't want their baby getting anything but unvaccinated blood. And they're saying, we're going to take your baby. You're going to get the blood we give you. Right? Oh How God. bad is that? How are we on time? <laughs> Thank you.
IRS is the most powerful collections agency in the world. Do you really want to go up against them alone? As a licensed tax professional, I negotiate tax debt settlements for people just like you. I will protect and defend your rights and make sure you don't pay one cent more than you are legally required to do. If you owe back taxes or the IRS is threatening to seize your bank account or property, call me today, Christine Stevenson at 737-234-0196. The perfect bottle of wine, a favorite scotch, for surprises and celebrations, or a relaxing evening at home. Whatever your choice of spirit, visit the Liquor Depot at 1604 West 4th Street on the Milan Plaza in Cameron, where you'll find a variety of wine and spirits, plus beer featured in their new large walk-in beer cooler. Enjoy friendly management and top-shelf expertise. Open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or call 254-697-0766. Hi, this is Lane Mills, the owner of Cameron Fitness, and I'm very excited to tell you what we have to help you achieve your fitness goals. 24-hour access, free childcare, one-on-one training, group classes, affordable rates, and a clean environment with modern equipment. Call today at 254-605-6429 speak with one of our staff members on how to sign up and begin your physical transformation here in Cameron Fitness in the Milan Plaza. Have you had an auto accident? What about hail damage? Sam's Collision Intent, located north of Buckholz on FM 1915, can fix and repair minor or major damage to your car, truck, or RV. Your lights dim, window tint peeling? Sam's Collision can fix that too. Give Sam a call at 254-697-1617 for an estimate on your repair. 15 years experience and iCar Platinum certified. Sam's Collision, 254-697-1617. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Betros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaronsgunshop.com call 254-697-6633. I want to get right to the call he's been holding on for a while. I believe it's Neil Shelby? Yes. Okay, let's get Neil on. Neil, I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Make sure you got your radio turned down. And what's on your mind, buddy?
Okay, wait a minute. Are you are you quoting what we said about uh, that last article, the headline I read? Let's see here. It was. Um, are you talking about Trump and his complaints about the yes. mm-hmm. uh, illegal activities during the last 2020 election? That is 100% correct. Okay, hold okay. on, Neil. Let, uh, let the colonel explain because we spoke about it behind the microphone. He'll tell you. His okay, thoughts. what happened is he is misquoted in the press, which is very, very common. And there were a number of documented illegal activities during the 2020 election. The wind is covered. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, uh, Neil, we have a conversation here, okay? The colonel's speaking. When he pauses, you can counter, okay? Otherwise, I'll have to put the mic on mute. Go ahead, colonel. Okay. The, the wind is covered with pizza box cut, covers, the locking out of the opposition party so they could watch the video of boxes of ballots being brought in in Atlanta or down in Georgia and stacks of ballots being run through time after time repeatedly through the counting machines. The adjudication on the Dominion systems, the adjudication screen where you could manipulate the ballot without record, without any audit trail whatsoever, you could see what had been changed. And they only had one party sitting at those stations. There are numerous. That's just part of it. We have the movie. 2,000 mules, which shows the illegal ballot drops. They were against the law. They were passed unconstitutionally, according to the state legislatures. So there was a lot wrong there. Let's go back to the quote that was made, alleged to have been made by the former president, 45. Now, what he actually said was that if we allow the illegal activities that took place during the 2020 election to stand, then we just as well throw the Constitution under the bus. If we allow the people that swear on a Bible with and say, so help me God at the end of their oath, and then have no intention, no intention. I will give the example of District 31, John Carter. He says he takes the oath every two years and then immediately violates Article 1, Section 8, the 18 things that Congress is authorized to do. He has no plan of following the finances. All right, Neil, go ahead, buddy. Okay, well then, why during the 2020 election our esteemed lieutenant governor offered a $10,000 reward for any proof of illegal Okay, I'm going to be talking about lies in the government today. That's part of my thing. Pearl Harbor was last week. December the 7th is the anniversary. Enjoy the segment on that, and then you'll understand the ability of our government to conceal and to lie. Neil, I've got a question for you, sir. Um, Do you, this is a serious question, do you listen to one, maybe two sources of information, or do you take the sources that you listen to and cross-reference them, find their source material and all that, or are you just set on one or two different locations? Okay. First of all, I'm an old fart, and I absolutely refuse. What is all that extra? 
Yeah. Yeah. Talking to your radio. Turn, Turn the your radio, radio down. down. Turn the radio down. While he's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make very clear what I do, and that is I'll get an article, and I'll see it, and I'll look at their source material. Hold on one second, Neil. I'll get to you in just a second. I look at the article. I see their source material. I go to the source material. I check it out. I cross-reference it, and I do my due diligence to make sure that I dotted my I's and crossed my T's. I just don't take something and spew it out there. So that's that was basically the question I had to you, Neil. Where are your sources, and do you cross-check them and reference uh, reference the sources? Hey, Neil, just because I'm short on time, let me make a comment to what you just said. I totally respect what you just said. You know why? Because I used to do the same thing. And then I had an awakening. Something happened. It's too short a time for me to explain it. But it made me look at what I'm looking at as twisted and perverted. And because there's so many different, I, I would see something happen. And then I would read what they wrote and I go, no, that's not what happened. They're taking it out of context. And sure enough, time and time again. So what I started to do was not only look at the information that you were looking at, but went all over to try and see if I can coordinate it with other source material. And it was conflicting. So all I, what I'm going to suggest to you, Neil, is please open up your boundaries and look at different sources and cross-reference. Go ahead. I appreciate the conversation, Neil. It was good to talk to you, buddy. Call back, okay? Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we've got limited time. Let's uh, try to get back to the schedule here. I've got Judge Andy Isaacson here, and I've asked Judge Andy some time ago to do a revival prayer for the nation. And it, it intertwines with other conversations that we have, but in general, it's a prayer for the nation. But, Andy, we got a few minutes. Um, let's talk a little bit. You know, <laughs> this conversation that we just had was really eye-opening in a lot of ways. I don't know where it started, and, and this is not any reflection on Neil, but I don't know when it started, but it became somewhere in time, it became, we became okay with being lied to. And we, we are living in a government that is wholly un, un, what, what word am I it's looking It's deceitful. Yeah, it's, well, what, what it is, we can't have an open society and free government if, if we're okay with lying. You just can't, it won't work. We, this is not new. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. You know that we're just we uh, Abraham or uh, not a uh, Benjamin Franklin said that the democracy democracy is so wholly un. Uh, uh, keep it if you can. Yeah, try keep it well, if we you can. are a republic. He right. said yeah, we can't. Do we it gave if... you a republic. Keep it if you can. Yeah, and that's part of the problem. Is the total lie. Yeah. The, 
the right. major, just, major effort by the left to change democracy. We used to be just a little bit of here and there, you know, and then since about 1950 or so, we've taken it to a new level. And each president, it seems like, now I don't, I don't think Reagan really lied to us at all, but each president is just a little bit here, a little bit there. Now, when we got to Clinton, it took off. You know, I've learned, Andy, they all lie. Yeah. Some, some lies are for security. Oh, yeah. Some lies are to protect your troops. Yeah. Some lies are not to panic the people. I get it to a certain degree. Exactly. But, but when you're manipulating for sordid gain, that's yeah, where it ends. That's, and, and it took off after I, Clinton. I challenge you that FDR was perhaps the biggest liar of all time. Might be. And that's what we're going to talk about. Might be. But, you know, here's the... Here's the deal: is it's gotten into the church, it's gotten into schools. I mean, you school boards are doing ridiculous things, even in 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 small areas. They're doing ridiculous stuff, and they're not telling parents like they're like they own the kids. For hundred years, school systems have been subverted from the very beginning. The first teachers' college was on a communist commune. I want to make a comment about the colonel here. We've been together for quite a time, and he has laid out beautifully in the last two and a half years, Colonel. What has gone on with this nation? And I back it up because I've seen it, I've read it, I study it, and we're a new audience here. There's a lot of carryovers from the old program, but there's a, a new audience here, and you're going to hear some stuff. You're going, these guys are crazy. You know, I looked in the mirror, I can't tell you how many times, said, Matt, you're crazy. But no, I'm not. I know what I see. I know what I hear. I know what I read. You read their own documentation. Andy, we got about, what, a minute? Okay, let me say this. If we want our country back, it starts with you. That's and it right. starts with prayer. And if we don't get to praying and get on our knees and, and saying every day, you know, God seven fourteen. That's right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, thank you for all you do for us. Lord, we need you desperately. We need you at every level, at everything. Lord, you're the only way out. You're the only way out. Satan has been able to divide us and conquer us through that. And he's now segmenting us, not just dividing. He's segmenting us off. Lord, just help us. In Jesus' name we pray. We'll be Amen. back. Life is hard, but your finances shouldn't be. How have you weathered the storms of life these past two years? I am Melinda Bulls of Bulls Financial Group, an independent firm helping my community with financial services for over 23 years. Our focus is on you, your goals, your dreams, and developing a lasting relationship with you. Let us help navigate your financial journey to achieve balanced money, balanced life. Visit our website at bullsfinancialgroup.com. That's B-U-L-L-S financialgroup.com to get started with your unique client relationship journey. Hello, I'm Dr. Cole. If it's COVID care or wanting to safely get off medications, we look forward to serving you soon. I want to keep you healthy from COVID care to safely getting off medications. We are committed to your health. Call Denise at 254-773-8339 or visit us at healthysuccessworks.com.
Ma's Place is something of a surprise. It's a cute little cafe that offers a full menu of mouth-watering home-cooked meals for dine-in or takeout. Vicki carries on a long tradition of serving the best food at a reasonable price. Give them a call at 254-699-0011 or stop in at 139 West Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Harker Heights. You won't be disappointed. Stuff happens, and when it does, you need to be prepared. Sentex Tactical right here in Temple has got you covered. A veteran-owned business that strives to provide great gear at great prices. From military, police, and medical gear to your very own bug-out bag and more. Check out Sentex Tactical at 2122 West Adams Avenue or check them out on the web at SentexTacticalGear.com. Get Sentex Tactical, 254-231-3583. <laughs> Cameron Farm and Ranch, right here in Cameron at 308 North Bannon, is the place to go get your Neutrina feed for your livestock, medicine to help keep them healthy, and also available are lawn and garden supplies, gifts, and clothing. Pick up your supplies through their drive-thru or walk inside and shop. Cameron Farm and Ranch, located at 308 North Bannon in Cameron, or call them at 254-697-6966. All you wanted was to be left alone, but the robber had other plans and you were forced to fire. Who do you call? What do you say? Will you be arrested? Will you be sued? Don't worry about the legal system. For just $12.50 per month, members have access to a 24-hour legal hotline to assist you in the immediate aftermath of a self-defense gun use. Don't let the bad guys ruin your life. Go to selfdefensefund.com and join today. Radio program into the uh, bottom of the hour here. Give us a, a listen at 98.5 FM. We're simulcasting between 105.1 FM, the ranch here, and 98.5 FM, uh, KRXT. You can check us out at Facebook Live at Aaron'sGunshop.com. Give us a call 254-697-6633. Now, Colonel, Andy, have you gone to Mars yet? Oh yeah, man. That is that. Yeah, that's right. great. Colonel's gone to Mars. We've gone to Mars. Yeah, and Mars has got. That's where it's at when it comes to good cooking. So let's get Katie on the line. And Katie, good people. Katie, it's always a pleasure to hear your voice. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. You sound great coming in five by five. And, you know, I haven't been able to get around too much the last two weeks. And if I could, I'd be over there getting the, those big oval platters that are overstuffed and overfilled with food. So why don't you tell us what's going on today? Sounds delicious. We also have our feet and shake, which is just about as big as that oval plate. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the servings over there are incredible. They are really there are. any skinny people that come over there <laughs> to eat? <laughs> we also have our New York Strip Steak Home Special. And we have a couple things going on for the next couple weeks. Tell me about it. 
Oh, wow, that's oh, pretty wow. cool. That's great. That's that's only that's only fair. <laughs> now, and then we have our annual Christmas dinner. Yeah, tell us about that. All right, so the twenty fifth of December is Christmas. Between the hours of three and six, we hold our free Christmas dinner for anybody and everybody. That's incredible. Tell us, you know, because on the Thanksgiving one, you doubled your numbers. I think it was like one hundred and sixty um, families fed. Was that it? Wow. So what do you expect for this uh, this Christmas? Well, I'm hoping to double numbers because I want to reach out to as many people as I can. And well, I want to be able to help those who don't have families with them or can't provide a meal. I want to be able to be there for those people. Amen. Hey, um, Katie, tell again the hours for the uh, Christmas dinner. Three and six p.m. And on the twenty fifth. Is that on the twenty fifth? Yes, sir. Twenty fifth. Okay. And they're gonna the maintenance crews here in Milan County are gonna need to work on the roads because all the traffic gonna head your way is gonna tear. <laughs> 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 so listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is no hype. If you haven't had some good food in a while, or you want more food than what you're paying for, this is the place to go. The it's just a ton of food. It tastes great. It's a home environment. Katie's great. Vicky's great. They're all great. So you need to go check it out. Tell us uh, what the listening audience gets, Katie. And you'll get 10%. That's pretty cool. All right. If they want to call in an order, what's the number? Okay, sounds great. Katie, it's a pleasure to speak to you. We look forward to seeing you again soon, and we'll talk to you, if not sooner, but it'll be definitely next week, okay? God bless, Katie. All right, sounds good. All right, bye-bye. Colonel Rayford Brown, my wingman, constitutionalist, and um, he knows not only the U.S. Constitution, but the Texas Constitution. Six is clear, boss. Okay, mm-hmm. great. He's doing a great job, fantastic job, and he's going to continue to do so. Colonel, the airways are yours, sir. All right, we have a little quote here. Yesterday, December the 7th, 1941, a date which shall live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Who said that? Now, most of the folks in my age range, I'm a baby boomer, are very, very familiar with this quotation. With the way history is taught now at our schools, there will be a lot of you who do not know what who said this. And if you can call up at 254-697-6633, give the author of the quote, I'll give you a pass to the Beltonian Theater. All right. So, but this quote was deceitful. At least it did not use the word surprise attack. Now, to many of you who have great admiration for Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I'm going to destroy some of that today. Now, this is a secret that has been kept and is still being kept by the United States government. There are still many documents about World War II 
and the start of World War II that are being withheld from the public. And you probably have heard very, very little criticism. We even have the declaration yesterday about Pearl Harbor, and it does not mention anything about the treason. Well, I use the word treason. Uh, It was a manipulation, and it was traitorous. Now, the definition of treason is set out in the Constitution. I'm not sure that this was to the aid of Japan. Japan was used. They were abused, and they were led into this trap by the United States. Now, what I want you to think about is how does this apply to today's situation? There are many, many carryovers. History is being repeated as we sit here. The Ukraine, Japan, and Germany were baited into World War II. Now, uh, excuse me, Germany had been had learned a lesson from World War One when the United States was brought into it when they attacked a ship that was actually smuggling guns and was alleged to have been carrying butter uh, was sunk. But this is a Red flag operation, uh, that's where you try to blame somebody else, a Reichstag fire in Germany. But the United States is one of the most de- deceitful, uh, has one of the most deceitful governments. The people of the United States are pretty much wonderful, but they allow things to go on and they accept some things which we cannot continue to accept. Now, Washington knew in advance that Pearl Harbor was going to be attacked. Now, I first learned this. I had a military clearance. I had a need to know, and I had a cryptographic in my thing. It used to be classified. I'm useless now because cryptography has moved so far past me that nothing that I know would be of any use. I have other uh, security clearances which are still classified. The fact that you knew something made you susceptible to attack. So your clearance was confidential, what clearance you held. So I was briefed in on what happened at Pearl Harbor back in the middle. I think I I bring it, I associate it with when I went through the fighter weapons instructor course at Nellis. But some of this had not been brought out yet in 1940. uh, It was in the late, right after the war in 1946, we had the court-martials of Kimmel and Short. We'll get into them in just a moment. But this is a travesty, and it needs to be brought out because we are being set up over the Ukraine now like Germany and Japan were set up in World War II. Now, FDR had ulterior motives, and this is a key thing that you need to understand about socialists. Socialists will lie to you. Democrats, the Democrat Party is, has been subverted by the socialist. The leadership of the Democrat Party is now totally socialist. They believe that the end justifies the means, and they will lie to you if 
if they think there's the slightest benefit to them to do that. And they may even mistake on the error of lying just to be consistent. But people, we were led astray between World War I and World War II. And when this came about, FDR had maintained and kept secret. He was the main instigator of this, but he had many accomplices. There were many people in the government that knew it was common knowledge that the Japanese were planning to attack Pearl Harbor. And as a result of that, the head of naval operations in the United States had moved the permanent fleet station of the Pacific Fleet out to the Hawaiian Islands where it could not be defended. And there are a lot of things that went on that day that need to be discussed and why. Colonel, we're going to take a three-minute break, but before we do that break, ladies and gentlemen, you ever heard the term going down the rabbit hole? There's a reason for it. They want to keep you on the surface and keep you distracted. God forbid if you fall into the rabbit hole and go, hey, wait a minute, I didn't see that. What about this? What about that? You keep going further and further. That's why the colonel talks about what he's talking about and the dates that he's talking about. You've got to have a starting point, and it goes further than that. We'll be back in three minutes. Coons, the owner of ANC Firearms in Heidenhammer, Texas, is an avid gun enthusiast and enjoys helping all of his customers to find the gun that's perfect for them. With a large selection of pistols, rifles, and shotguns, finding the right gun becomes easy. Go to ANC Firearms, located at 5819 U.S. Highway 190 in Heidenhammer, or call them 254-983-4417. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, knives, and a whole lot more. ANC Firearms, 254-983-4417. Hi, this is Matt with Logic Nation. I want to talk about McGuire Tire. I've known these guys for a long time. Good friends of mine, Casey and the gang there. They've got a couple locations. One's in Temple at 254-773-3114 or in Belton at 254-939-1357 or simply yet, just go to McGuireTire.com. They can handle all your tire needs and so much more. Check them out, McGuireTire.com. Morningstar Ranch Ministries building rock-solid leaders in Milam County. We are a Christian 501c3 camp hosting teen leadership camp for underprivileged youth and veterans with PTSD in Milano, Texas. msrministries.org is our website. You can Google us at Morningstar Ranch in Milano, Texas. Join us on Aaron's High Cap Adventure Radio Program. Hard propaganda is spreading false information. Soft propaganda is biased by omission. YouTube promotes leftist videos and blocks conservative videos. YouTube has blocked Prager University because God's moral laws, capitalism, and free markets, and why the Founding Fathers are heroes are all unsuitable for young people. The Colonel is on High Cap Adventures. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. 
Aaron's gun shop and high cap adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Betros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaron'sGunshop.com. Radio program. Once again, check us out. We're simulcasting 105.1 FM, The Ranch, right here, and also at 98.5 FM, KRXT. You can uh, check us out live on Facebook at Aaron'sGunshop.com and give us a call at 254 697 6633. The Colonel was in the middle of uh, his constitutional segment. We will continue on, sir. Go ahead. All right. We've. I thought we were going to bring Kurt on here. We can do it every uh, more. I'll tell you what, let's bring Kurt. I've got Kurt on the line. Kurt is usually our um, poet who really knows it, and he calls with the word of the day, but today I think he wants to go on the quote. Go ahead, Kurt. Oh, no, it wasn't the quote. It is the word of the day. Oh, well, tell us. What do you got? Well, uh, since that word is reparation, I thought I might uh, address that situation. Okay, well, tell me about it, buddy. <laughs> you got it, Kurt. Two thumbs up on that one. I got a Beltonian theater pass. If you want it, you let me know, and we'll get you squared away with it, buddy. You give that to somebody that's close at hand there who calls in. I am a little bit out of pocket for that, but I, I do want to praise the Colonel for bringing this whole thing up about the World War II situation. We lived the period of World War One in the closing of World War, or World War Two. Thank you, Kurt. Right. You take care of yourself, buddy. All right. At this point, before I continue with all the things that FDR did to try to uh, engage the Japanese or to get us into World War II, it's necessary to explain the motivation. Why did FDR want us into a war? All right. You have to go back to the Treaty of Versailles after World War One, And World War One goes back to the first federal bank, which was passed in Knight, Woodrow Wilson in 1913. We established a federal bank. Okay, it was neither federal, it was not government, it was a private institution that was given the ability to charge interest on American currency for absolutely no financial investment whatsoever. The Federal Reserve is neither federal nor reserve. 
It is a private banking consortium which rips off a tax called inflation off of the United States people every year. So that's a whole other subject. But after World War I, all right, Woodrow Wilson and Edward Mandel House, Edward Mandel House was a good Texan, and you need to know this person. He was extremely dangerous. But Woodrow Wilson wanted to start the League of Nations. Woodrow Wilson was a socialist, and he desired to get the United States to give up its sovereignty and join a one-world socialist government. That was the League of Nations. Now, the League of Nations, the United States, there were about 30-some nations that joined the League of Nations, but the United States was kept out of it by one senator who led a small group that voted against it and prevented them from getting the two-thirds necessary for the treaty, an unconstitutional treaty, because the states never delegated their sovereignty to the United States, to the federal government. So if you don't have something, you can't give it away. Now, Judge Andy would tell you that if I look out the window out here and I see a nice Dodge Charger and I tell you I will give you that car hey, for minute. your birthday, <laughs> you know, it might get personal to somebody else that actually owns the car. Now, the same thing goes to Congress. Congress in Article 6 was only given the authority to make treaties under the control of the United States. And since the United States... The states never delegated their sovereignty to the federal government. The federal government cannot give it away. Now, we, the people, in our ignorance, and I use that term, it's not stupid, we're just ignorant, because in some of it's almost willful ignorance, we have to take care of ourselves. So, let's go on here. The reason that FDR wanted to get the United States. When the League of Nations failed, the Treaty of Versailles was set up with such unreasonable terms for Germany that Germany would never be able to pay its debts and would be forced into another war. One of the British statesmen that was a party of these conversations and negotiations said that in 25 years we would be back at war with Germany. And he was exactly right, almost very close. So the whole thing, when the League of Nations and one world socialist government was turned down, FDR was a part of the Naval Department. He was an undersecretary of the Navy. When By the time World War II came around, he was the president of the United States and had great influence. But his desire was to bring the United States and his reason for war was war made people more flexible. And there were several communist goals that were involved in having us at war. He was able to break up the family by raising taxes and bringing the woman out of the house or, and through the war there to replace the men to get the woman out of the house and destroy the family. This, we have never recovered from this. So... There are a lot of reasons why FDR wanted World War II. And for these 
reasons he was willing to sacrifice 2,403 people at Pearl Harbor, 18 ships, 2,400 people. Now, this is nothing for a communist. Remember that Stalin killed 8 million people, starved them to death in the Ukraine when he took away their food before. The Ukrainians have reason not to trust the Russians. We have the Russians killed, uh, the Bolsheviks killed about 20 million people in cleaning out those that resisted and were not re-educated. After, uh, in the middle, Mao Zedong, Chinese communist, he killed about an estimated 60 million. Pol Pot in Cambodia, small country, killed about 2 million. So to kill a few million people means nothing to a socialist. And we will go into Brzezinski COVID. Said that. It's easier to kill a million people than it is to persuade them. And I think Stalin was the one that said this, that it, if you kill one person, it's murder. If you kill a million people, it's a footnote in history. So, you know, Colonel, what amazes me, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but I am. Um, what's amazing is that it makes no common sense what people do. The people in leadership positions, you look at them and go, that doesn't make sense. Of course, it does not make sense because it's being um, perverted. It's being done for sordid reasons. All right. So the Japanese code there was broken in 1940. It was called purple. That was a definite. That was a, the code name for the Japanese diplomatic code. And it was classified up until just a few years ago that we had also broken the Japanese, Japanese naval code. That has, was concealed until almost 2000. So we're talking 60, 70 years after the event. And of all the hearings, we'll talk about a little bit about this. There were two people that were set up to take the fall for Pearl Harbor and protect FDR. We had, in 1940, the Pacific Fleet Commander Admiral Richardson gave multiple reasons why that we should not have uh, the Pacific Fleet stationed in Hawaii, but they went ahead and did it, and they put in Kimmel, Admiral Kimmel, as the fleet, and General Short was in charge of the land forces of the Army, the Air Army Corps, Aviation Corps, and that. And those guys took the fall were later, and that's part of the cover-up. We see the same type of trial going on with the January 6th people. The cover-up for the uh, uh, Pearl Harbor operation was the same thing you see with January 6th right now. The denial of counsel, denial of calling witnesses, denial of defense. Oh, this is not a real trial. Therefore, you have no rights. It's worse. You know, Colonel, I see all your notes. And when I watch you and I listen to you and you pause, you know why? There's so many intricate details, so many tentacles of corruption in here. You've got to say, if you say one thing, you've got to back it up with the 10 other things that got you to that point. It's frustrating. And it, I have at least an hour of information here. <laughs> I have to limit what I'm trying to say. Right, in my, my problem, cutting it down. Close it up. Okay. The biggest portion and the most serious thing is the cover-up. The people that were blamed and the trials, they had a court-martial 
1940, the end of the war, August of 45, that cleared Kimmelin short of any wrongdoing. But that was not acceptable to the administration. So they kept the results of the court-martial classified, and they had a fake trial and blamed Kimmelin short again. And then they... Congress had one, and again, they chose and cherry-picked the witness. Stand by for next Saturday's section of constitutional segment, and the colonel will continue on. But right now, we're going to take a three-minute break, and when we come back, we're going to have our very own Dr. Shelley Cole in studio, so get your note-taking material ready. Be back in three. Life is hard, but your finances shouldn't be. How have you weathered the storms of life these past two years? I am Melinda Bulls of Bulls Financial Group, an independent firm helping my community with financial services for over 23 years. Our focus is on you, your goals, your dreams, and developing a lasting relationship with you. Let us help navigate your financial journey to achieve balanced money, balanced life. Visit our website at bullsfinancialgroup.com. That's B-U-L-L-S financialgroup.com to get started with your unique client relationship journey. Hello, I'm Dr. Cole. If it's COVID care or wanting to safely get off medications, we look forward to serving you soon. I want to keep you healthy. From COVID care to safely getting off medications, we are committed to your health. Call Denise at 254-773-8339 or visit us at healthysuccessworks.com. Ma's Place is something of a surprise. It's a cute little cafe that offers a full menu of mouth-watering home-cooked meals for dine-in or takeout. Vicki carries on a long tradition of serving the best food at a reasonable price. Give them a call at 254-699-0011 or stop in at 139 West Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Harker Heights. You won't be disappointed. Stuff happens, and when it does, you need to be prepared. Sentex Tactical right here in Temple has got you covered. A veteran-owned business that strives to provide great gear at great prices. From military, police, and medical gear to your very own bug-out bag and more. Check out Sentex Tactical at 2122 West Adams Avenue or check them out on the web at SentexTacticalGear.com. Get Sentex Tactical, 254-231-3583. <laughs> Cameron Farm and Ranch, right here in Cameron at 308 North Bannon, is the place to go get your Neutrina feed for your livestock, medicine to help keep them healthy, and also available are lawn and garden supplies, gifts, and clothing. Pick up your supplies through their drive-thru or walk inside and shop. Cameron Farm and Ranch, located at 308 North Bannon in Cameron, or call them at 254-697-6966. All you wanted was to be left alone, but the robber had other plans and you were forced to fire. Who do you call? What do you say? Will you be arrested? Will you be sued? Don't worry about the legal system. For just $12.50 per month, members have access to a 24-hour legal hotline to assist you in the immediate aftermath of a self-defense gun use. Don't let the bad guys ruin your life. Go to selfdefensefund.com and join today.
ICAP Adventure Radio program. Matt, your host. The colonel has taken off. He's got business to do. And if you want to be on the program, give me a call, 254-697-6633. We're simulcasting on 105.1 FM, The Ranch, right here and now, and also KRXT at 98.5 FM. You can check us out live on Facebook at Aaron'sGunshop.com. To my right is a very special woman. All my guest hosts are awesome. They all are. But this one happens to be in the studio right now, and she is super awesome. <laughs> so what? This is Dr. So what? Shelley. I'm the best. <laughs> You're my favorite, Dr. Shelley. <laughs> You're my favorite, Dr. Shelley. It's a pleasure to have you in the studio. How are you doing this morning? It's great to be here. You know, it's it's great to speak to um, Central Texas, and uh, well, we really reach. good to be here. It was so much fun driving in. I'll tell you, just. I am so glad to live in Texas. I cannot even tell you. <laughs> Just watch the speed traps, okay? Yeah, okay. I, I, I'll be careful. Now, Shelly, we're going to do an introductory program today, I think. Okay. Because there's a lot of carryovers from our old program. Right. But there's a brand new audience as well who may not have heard of you before. Right. They've heard the advertising, but I want them to get to know you. So why don't we talk about who you are, what you do, and all that? Well, I am a board-certified MD. Uh, but I left kind of establishment medicine 26 years ago, okay? Really? Establishment? Establishment medicine, or uh, you could call it, uh, you know, I guess I guess their traditional medicine, you know, kind of how people lo- look at and think about doctors these days. You know, the 15-minute annual checkup and... Well, if you're going to bring that up, let's talk about the way it was, because I remember my doctor, the yeah. family doctor. Yeah. You've known him for years. Sorry about that. How's that better? Okay. So the family doctor, no, known him for 30 years. Yeah. They know you inside and out, basically, literally. And now we've got uh, a copay, 10, 15 minutes. They make you wait 40 to an hour, 40 minutes to an hour, and they check you out for 10 minutes, and they, they slap the copayment fee on you. So you don't really know what you're getting. It's all corporate me- uh, medical, isn't it? it? It is. It is. It's, you know, my dad was a doc, so I grew up in, in a home where he, he was in private practice. And he was a, actually an endocrinologist that's a specialist in hormones, so diabetes and thyroid. And, you know, he spent 45 minutes with a patient and he charged him $12. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are gone. Yeah, but it, he probably should have charged them more. But, yeah, you 15, know, right? that's what that's what he felt was the going, you know, that's what he should charge. and. And so I started really with him uh, when I was 16 years old. I went into his office. And so in the summer, I would take care of, you know, all the books and do all the, the, the numbers at the end of the day, the big calculations and things. And so, you know, kind of learned a little bit about the business of, of medicine. But mostly, you know, I would see him taking care of the patients. And, and that was an honor. It was, it was a real honor. So from a young age, you learned a good work ethic and a, and a good... Uh, social skills with your people, right? I did. I did. I, I remember the day that my dad, you now this is kind of a corny story, but it really, it really is not because it changed my life. Um, there was a, there was a man who came in and he had diabetes. His skin was really, really thick. And my father says, go draw his blood. Well, you know, I had no idea how to draw blood, you know. I do. You do? <laughs> I know how to draw it. <laughs> exactly. So I, I go in the room and I, I stick the needle in and I don't even get through the skin. It's just boing, boing, boing you know, on the, on the skin. And I start screaming. I said, daddy, daddy, you know. And my father comes out, you know, very prim and proper and <clears throat> 
you know, clears his throat. And then he, he, he subsequently draws the man's blood and the man leaves. And, and, and that, that, and in a moment, my father turned to me, he sat down in a chair and he says, draw blood on me. And if he hadn't done that, there's a little possibility that I may have never gone into medicine because I was scared and like I didn't do scenario. it. You fall off the horse, you got to get back on. Is that the scenario? Exactly. Yeah, That's what he did. He said, draw my blood. Well, thank goodness for all of us out there. You did that and you became <laughs> who you are because she's got a great um, resume of what she does. And I'm hoping that today in these uh, two hours that she's with us, you're going to get to learn a lot about Shelly at HealthySuccessWorks.com, right? Yep, that's right. So check it out. Look at her. Check it out. Read what she's got there. We're in Temple, Texas, mm -hmm. and have been there for over 26 years. Oh, so you're established. Yeah, yeah exactly. In private practice, what do you know? And uh, love love it. Um, I, know, I think that, you know, those doctors that are practicing that 15-minute annual checkup would be so jealous if they really knew how I got to practice medicine. I think they'd be jealous because I get to spend time with a patient. And I think the most important thing you learn when you actually spend time with a patient is the fact that if you listen to them long enough, they're gonna tell you the answer. Yeah, I do that in the mirror a lot. I say, what's your problem, Matt? What's your problem? And go, no, that's not it. Keep talking, keep talking, you finally figure it out. So I'm my own doctor. Well, there you go, Matt. And I basically go, once I figure out what it is, I go, Shelly, it hurts here. Fix it. it, right? it exactly. Well, we'll shoot some ozone in it or something. <laughs> okay. We're talking about my, I've got a challenge going on here for the last two weeks. So if you hear me grunt, that's why. But Shelly, keep telling us about what you do and so people get to know it and they can take the short trip over to see you. Well, I uh, trained up in Minnesota, but I got back to Texas as quick as I possibly could. Grew up in Texas. Uh, grew up in Houston and... Uh, I, I just love Texas. I love the people in Texas. I love the freedom, but I do see that our freedoms are being taken away from us. And, you know, when the pandemic happened, there was such a shift in medicine when patients were calling me and they, and look, I didn't take care of respiratory infections. I was an OBGYN and I would occasionally, you know, write a script, but I, it, but it wasn't my routine to take care of patients coming in with respiratory infections. But they started calling me and they said, I just got turned away from the emergency room. I, uh, you know, I can barely breathe, but they said my O2 sat's okay. Please come back when your lips turn blue. <laughs> Gee, thanks. And I was like, yourself what in the world is that? What, what are you talking about? I mean, I had never, you know, and the, the foundation of medicine was always prevent and early treat, whatever, you know, that was the, our foundation. And they were telling people to come back when they had to get on the ventilator. Shelly, let's bring this up right now. We've been together talking to each other for what, over two years now? <laughs> yeah. And we keep bringing up this one factor that happened in medicine. That's the, profitab the profitability aspect of it. Right. When it came to medications, big pharma. Right where doctors could get patents and all this kind of stuff. And that is where it shifted, where, hey, instead of fixing it, let's right. just treat it. Well, it's much worse than that, Matt. It's, it's you know, it's, the money's bad. And, and that all started back in 1980 with the Bayh-Dole Act, when they actually monetized science by 
allowing hospitals and universities to receive royalties off of their inventions. Gee, who, so, you know, you're going to push your stuff, not your stuff, but the exactly. person who's got it, they're going to push it because they want to make a profit. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, in, in the day when my dad would come home and he would say, you know, Shelly, we tried this medicine in a study and it didn't work. And, you know, he was disappointed. Okay. It was disappointing, but it wasn't a multi-billion dollar disappointment. Okay. And he told me something very important. He says, well, Shelly, it's really important to know this medicine didn't work because we don't want to chase down that rabbit hole and, and think that it could work. But what happened now is big pharma has to make that medicine look good so it distorts the statistics that we're dealing with and uh they change the primary outcomes of the study and so they may have purposely tried to study to say well it's going to lower our risk for strokes or heart attacks but that doesn't happen and so they drop that as you know their they goal don't have for to worry the study about, they don't have to worry about consequence either they don't have to report negatives anymore. So they don't have to report that it didn't work. So here we've got Big Pharma is able to make a product for a profit, promote it. And if it screws up, they're not held liable. Exactly. Gee, what and, a racket. And, and of course, the government helps fund this. Okay. So they're, they're helping funding these, these studies. And it, it's just the most perverse situation that... I can see. And and so not only is there a lot of profit in medicine now uh, for big pharma, and but the whole foundation of science, you know, what we knew was right. The truth in science, okay? If there's one area of our lives that we need the truth, we need to know really the truth. If, if we are off on some ditch, you know, chasing something that's really not working, but no one tells us. So Shelly, we got about 30 seconds. So with that 30 seconds in this segment, the introduction of you to a new audience would be, I'm old school, the way it's supposed to be done, recognized the changeover, and I'm, thank goodness, healthy enough that my hair grows back quick enough after pulling it out because I'm, <laughs> I'm going crazy with what I see. Would that be appropriate? Well, yeah, but it's been an evolution over 25 years because we've had uh, we've had a wellness class for about 25 years. So the, the point, we, we've kind of known this for a long, long time, but it was just so in your face with the pandemic. All right, everybody, we're fixing to take a break. I got Dr. Shelley Cole in with us. If you want to check her out, healthysuccessworks.com. And if you want to give a call here and ask her a question, 254-697-6633. Check us out live on Facebook at aaronsgunshop.com. And we're simulcasting at this station at 98.5 FM. See you on the other side. the owner of ANC Firearms in Heidenhammer, Texas, is an avid gun enthusiast and enjoys helping all of his customers to find the gun that's perfect for them. With a large selection of pistols, rifles, and shotguns, finding the right gun becomes easy. Go to ANC Firearms, located at 5819 U.S. Highway 190 in Heidenhammer, or call them 254-983-4417. 
pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, knives, and a whole lot more. ANC Firearms, 254-983-4417. Hi, this is Matt with Logic Nation. I want to talk about McGuire Tire. I've known these guys for a long time. Good friends of mine, Casey and the gang. They've got a couple locations. One's in Temple at 254-773-3114 or in Belton at 254-939-1357 or simply yet, just go to mcguiretire.com. They can handle all your tire needs and so much more. Check them out, mcguiretire.com. Morningstar Ranch Ministries building rock-solid leaders in Milam County. We are a Christian 501c3 camp hosting teen leadership camp for underprivileged youth and veterans with PTSD in Milano, Texas. MSRministries.org is our website. You can Google us at Morningstar Ranch in Milano, Texas. Join us on Aaron's High Cap Adventure Radio Program. Hard propaganda is spreading false information. Soft propaganda is biased by omission. YouTube promotes leftist videos and blocks conservative videos. YouTube has blocked Prager University because God's moral laws, capitalism, and free markets, and why the Founding Fathers are heroes are all unsuitable for young people. The Colonel is on High Cap Adventures. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Petros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com, and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. aaronsgunshop.com Segment, Dr. Shelly Cole in the studio with me. I'm, a, I'm ready for some ACDC now, man. I'm telling you. That's I'm sure good we music. got it somewhere. Let me look at my music. <laughs> that's good list. music. Somewhere in there. That music gets you going. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby was telling me you play the rock and roll hour. Yeah. Sometimes and, and the phones are ringing off the hook. Yeah, right? Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays between uh, 8 and 10. There's usually a call for free for all. You see, all. now you got always. Calling in rock. At one time, somebody called in Adele. What? Oh, no. (laughs) One time, somebody called in Adele, and I played that on this station. I was like, whatever. It's the free-for-all hour. Now, this is the second place they can get rock and roll. Dr. Shelly Cole, you're an awesome woman, an awesome doctor, and you've done so many things for so many people, and I'm glad you're here on this program. Welcome once again. I want to ask you, what's hot 
on the list of things you want to talk about? Well, it's it's really good to be here. I, I want to get to know the listeners. I would love for people to call in. Yes, and, please call you in. Know, ask, ask a question. You got a phone number? 254-697-6633. And remember, when you call up, you got to turn your, turn your uh, radio, radio down. Off. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to go back a little because some of the people hearing me now really don't know me that well, but we've been around for 26 years in Temple, Texas, and really it's been a journey learning what was so wrong with my profession and why we're in such a ditch now, you know, and I, and I, before the pandemic, I used to kind of think, well, the doctors just are not reading the real statistics on the studies, you know, they're believing pharma, they're reading the medical journals, and but when I learned that the medical journals were not even trustworthy anymore because 70% of their revenue came from big pharma. That is a big statement you just said because we had a discussion in the first hour about checking numbers. Right. Not checking numbers, but checking information. And because we've been together for these two and a half years talking about the pandemic, and we say, who do you go for for facts? You go to right. CDC, you go to the who, and you come to find out, one, they flip-flop, and two, half the time they're not telling the truth. Exactly, exactly. Well, and if you go to the FDA website, and, and I don't know if they, you know, still have it on their main page, but they used to be really, really proud that about 41% of their revenue came from pharma. It, it literally came from pharma, and, and they were proud of it. It was kind of like, yeah, your government dollars don't have to go towards our expense because the 1992 Drug Prescription Act uh, allows uh, pharma to pay us a fee to expedite the approval of their drug. The regulatory agency in charge of protecting us against dangerous drugs gets money directly from pharma to expedite the approval of their drug. So because you already know, play dumb on this one. If you heard <laughs> Pfizer, you would think Pfizer's in the lead. Pfizer's helping us to get this pandemic over. Pfizer's helping us to keep us healthy, right? Right. And then you go to find out from their own CEOs, former CEOs, that the drug is r crazy. And we'll get into that sometime later. But here you have news, uh, news programs. And they're spewing out news that you're right. hoping is the truth. And then they have a segment on, make sure you take your COVID shot. Boom, boom. This is brought to you by Pfizer. Why what? would Pfizer pay a million dollars plus to promote a shot? Because they want to make money. They're not doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Well, they're it doing is it a for-profit entity. That's it. But what happened before 1996, Matt, was that we had laws that they couldn't advertise on television. Okay? There was none of this... Uh, you know, um, scare tactics like with the shingles vaccine. Right. Um, or how about the one where the grandmother turns into a fox? And, you know, yes, I mean, it's it's some vaccine. Foxy. And the grandmother turns into a fox and, and, you know, scares the heck out of the grandchild. You don't want to give your grandchild whatever infection it was. It, it was the most ridiculous thing but we we couldn't advertise they couldn't advertise on television okay until 1996 and so before that the media would held them, would hold them accountable do you remember like the 2020 investigation Merck pharmaceutical investigated for this okay they literally did hold them accountable okay but 
when they're paying your bills, you know, uh, that, that does tend to, yeah, you're not going to, you can't call them out. That's right. You can't call them out. So, so they bought, you know, our politicians, we kind of agree on that one. You know, they bought (laughs) universities and hospitals, right? Uh, They bought education because of the patents. They bought the media. The colonel in the first hour was talking about socialism and how this country is being perverted with socialism. And it's a long, deep rabbit hole. And you got to go way back, way back to find it. We're fortunate in the medical community where you can go down the rabbit hole to the date you said, 1990 what? 92, well, 1980, it was the monetization of science. So if you go back there and you start studying what happens, you start seeing, anybody with some common sense can say, well, if that was me doing it, I want to make a profit. Hey, don't say bad stuff about my product. Let me push this. Here, take it. It's like candy. Yeah, let's let's, uh, report. I'll I'll give you 200 bucks if you take a COVID shot. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example, man. Okay, remember at the beginning of the pandemic when they said, now you tell me, because I'm sure you remember, but the Pfizer vaccine is what percent effective? Very high. I think it was 95% effective, right? And uh, what did it get down to? It was actually a statistical distortion because that was the relative risk. Do you want to know what the actual risk Benefit was? Absolutely. Less than 1%. No, God. It was 0.86%. 0.86%. So slightly different, a little bit of distortion there to get us to think that this medicine. And so the doctors believe the statistics. They read, you know, the conclusion in the journal and they go, well, okay, statins or the cholesterol meds lower our risk for a stroke or a heart attack by 33%. Wow, that sounds really good. But you know what? That's relative risk. Do you want to know what the actual risk benefit of the cholesterol meds are? Tell me. 1%. Percent. 1%. About the same as a baby aspirin. Shelly, what do you think about this? In every uniformed line of work, when it comes to law enforcement, when it comes to military, when it comes to doctors, when it comes to any, any uniformed line of work, there are people who love their trade, who want to do good in the trade, are, are encompassed by it, are motivated by it, who want to do good for the common uh, man, woman, okay? But then there's this percentage who are just in it to take the ride, get a paycheck. Right. Do you see that in the medical community? So what I will tell you, and my kids have, are going, my daughter's actually applying for med school now. So I see it. I've seen it. You know, through my dad and my son's a doctor. And what I would say to you is that the educational process has really kind of taken the joy out of it. You know, they, they, by the time, you know, you get through your residency at this point, you're kind of like, um, well, I think I want to retire when I'm 40. I mean, you know. And, it, you know, it's doctor burnout is everywhere. Yeah, but you'll recover from that if you're genuine to the cause. Well, but if you're seeing 24 patients in a morning and 30 patients in an afternoon and that, you can't but, even remember their names. But that and, doctor, that doctor can slow it down. That doctor can say, look. No, they can't. They're they an employee, have, Matt. Okay. In that case, I understand. Yes, they don't right. have any say over how but, many people they see? But you no, can. You they're can employees, you all. They're employees. <laughs> okay, that. here's the difference. Now, now the can. other thing, Matt, here's the other thing is, 
that if you're, you know, an employee of corporate medicine, you got to cover the nurse practitioners too. And so they'll tell, I, I remember this, they would tell the patient, you're making an appointment with Dr. Cole. Patient would come in and they would be escorted to the nurse practitioner's room and they would never even see me. But they, and, and so I told them, I will not allow that. You give her her own schedule. You tell the patient they're seeing the nurse practitioner. I will gladly support her and encourage her. If she has any questions, she can always come to me. But you're not going to give her my name. Because those people were expecting to see me. And they were mad. And guess what? 8 a.m. in the morning, three patients on the schedule. You're already late. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So you talk about burnout is real. Okay. And that's why I'm saying that if they really knew how I get to practice, they'd be jealous, you know. Which I was saying, you can control that. You, yourself. Well, yeah. If you're in private practice, As you can. As a corporate medic who's under the employ of a big hospital on the hill. We'll say. Right. So think about this because they're employees and the vast majority of docs are employees. Now they have to, they're beholden to their employer an employer. And what do you think the employer's beholden to profit government, government, Medicare, CMS, all the Medicare revenue that they get. Well, okay. here's an example when COVID was happening up in New York, for example, specifically, we read these articles on the other program. And that was, if they go into the hospital, you make this much money. If they get put on a respirator, you make twenty-five or $35,000. Boom. There you go. So what? With a you diagnosis. You need a respirator. You need a respirator. You need a respirator. With the diagnosis of COVID, they were getting 39000 39000 Okay. Yeah. All right, look, we're going to a break. We're in uh 10 o'clock hour, bottom of the hour, taking a break with Dr. Shelley Cole. Give us a call. 254-697-6633. We're going to take a break. Be back in three minutes. See you on the other side. is the most powerful collections agency in the world. Do you really want to go up against them alone? As a licensed tax professional, I negotiate tax debt settlements for people just like you. I will protect and defend your rights and make sure you don't pay one cent more than you are legally required to do. If you owe back taxes or the IRS is threatening to seize your bank account or property, call me today, Christine Stevenson at 737-234-0196. The perfect bottle of wine, a favorite scotch, for surprises and celebrations, or a relaxing evening at home. Whatever your choice of spirit, visit the Liquor Depot at 1604 West 4th Street on the Milam Plaza in Cameron, where you'll find a variety of wine and spirits plus beer featured in their new large walk-in beer cooler. Enjoy friendly management and top shelf expertise. Open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or call 254-697-0766. Hi, this is Lane Mills, the owner of Cameras Fitness, and I'm very excited to tell you what we have to help you achieve your fitness goals. 24-hour access, free childcare, one-on-one training, group classes, affordable rates, and a clean environment with modern equipment. 
Call today at 254-605-6429 and speak with one of our staff members on how to sign up and begin your physical transformation here in Cameron Fitness in the Milan Plaza. Have you had an auto accident? What about hail damage? Sam's Collision Intent, located north of Buckholz on FM 1915, can fix and repair minor or major damage to your car, truck, or RV. Your lights dim, window tint peeling? Sam's Collision can fix that too. Give Sam a call at 254-697-1617 for an estimate on your repair. 15 years experience and iCar Platinum certified. Sam's Collision, 254-697-1617. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Betros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaronsgunshop.com HealthySuccessWorks.com. She's got a lot going on. She's here for the next hour and a half. Uh, Judge Andy Isaacs to my left. He's in as well. Shelly, we were talking about a whole bunch of stuff on the backside of the microphone here, and we we're talking about social media. Do you want to talk about that? I, I don't. I don't know about social media. I've been locked out of social media. <laughs> I, I, you know, everyone tells me, "Hey, you can go to my Facebook page." I'm like, uh, "No, I can't." <laughs> no. Well, no. why did you get blocked? Um, I have been locked out for well over a year. Um, and I posted a PowerPoint slide from the CDC and the Committee on Immunization Practices, the ACIP, and it just was a list of a different, different ages and the risk for myocarditis. It was their material. Their it material. was their data. All I did was post it. And I said something to the effect of, mm-hmm. we need more discussion about this and not less, because that was July of 21. Now, you've been with me long enough to may have heard me say this before. The movie, The Bug's Life, A Bug's Life, you got the grasshoppers and the ants. The king grasshopper goes to one of the minion grasshoppers because he's laughing about the ants. He gets a grain of wheat or something. He throws it at this grasshopper and he goes, did that hurt? She goes, oh, no, man, no. He throws a couple more. No, that didn't hurt either. And then he lets the whole bin down on this one grasshopper and he just crashes down, crushes him. He gets out. What the heck? Those ants outnumber us a thousand to one. If they ever found out what we're doing, our way of life is over. Shelly, you're an ant and you gave out information because you're exposing their way of life. I'm an ant. I'm an ant. 
and, yes. they're, and they're trying yes. to squash you down with a whole bunch of wheat, in this case, social media. Well, what was so offensive to me is I reference everything, okay? I, I, I actually would have the medical reference, at, you know, in the post for Facebook. And, and so it, it, they called me misinformation. I, I'm like, okay, show me the Miss- fact checker. I want to know who is fact checking me, you know? Do you know most of those fact checkers from what I read in an article? This is a way back. I'm doing it by memory. Some, some of them, if not half of them, are government funded. No, come on now. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Come yeah. on now. We yeah. were just talking well, about lying. <laughs> now, look, I had my son on here a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about uh, the Twitter challenge. And my son is very good at what he does. I watched him review and check and analyze a certain specific question or comment about Twitter suppressing things. And he showed me exactly where they were legitimate in this one particular area. But now the emails come out, excuse me, the emails come out from Musk are showing you got lots of people at Twitter who are genuine and they want to do their job just like the majority of the people out there. But you got the higher ups who work with higher entities who want to suppress information. It's a fact you can't get away from it. Well, but the CDC and the FDA you were in cahoots with Twitter and Facebook, right? I mean, you know, they were paying them. And, and I want to just give you all a tweet because this was not just um, shadow banning and just, you know, taking off a tweet off of your site. This was life threatening, okay? When we were in the throes of COVID and we were riding ivermectin, you know, I've taken care of about 4,000 patients now over the pandemic. And F- the FDA- and she saved my life, by the way. Well, that's another story. Oh, so that's who we get to blame? <laughs> <laughs> so um, actually the FDA, this is the post they t- they tweeted on ivermectin. They said, you are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Hold your horses, y'all. Ivermectin may be trending, but it still isn't authorized or approved to treat COVID-19. You know why? It takes away from the profits. Well, I'll tell you what it did. Well, you know, they... Yeah, you're right, because it's a cheap old med. It's on ge- generic. And it so, works. It's proven. It's been there for years. But it's you phenomenal. But the ant said, hey, do this because it'll work. No, 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 no. We're going to lose profit. Well, you want to know why they did it? Tell me. You want to know why? Tell the audience. Because they wanted their vaccine. And you had to have two criteria to get an emergency use authorization for the vaccine. One, there had to be an emergency Okay, so they created an emergency with the PCR test, right? They distorted the statistics, you know, they freaked everyone out, showing people falling over, you know, on the street and refrigerator cars. So they scared us to death. And then the other criteria is you can't have any other FDA approved medicine that works to treat it. Right. Oh, yeah, so ivermectin can possibly work, so it makes it me harder for me to get ivermectin to warm my horses. So. Oh, everyone's taking <laughs> it from the yeah. I want to give another example feed store. Here. Yeah. This is just another example of how this thing works. Right when the, the pandemic, air quote, was starting, there are, there are people who put out bonds, millions and millions of dollars worth of bonds, that right. if 
some pandemic happens, they lose their money. But if it doesn't happen because they put their money up front, <laughs> they get interest back. You can check this out. Look it up, okay? It's in my brain, but you got to do your homework too. You go look it up and you're going to notice. They waited to call pandemic because the people who put their money and said, no, 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 no. If right. you call this pandemic at this date, we lose all our money. You make sure you call it after. And so what happens? You've got all these days, weeks passing by so they can put money in their pocket sure. where people are spreading it out and they don't know it's a pandemic yet. Well, and then, of course, the Biden administration still is defining it as a pandemic. I right? thought it was over. Not. I thought Biden said it was over. What's the definition? Well, he said it was over, but that wasn't the Biden administration. That was President Biden himself. <laughs> oh, that and then wasn't he had the president. To, he had to, he yeah. had to, what the president had to backtrack. What are the three different demics? There's pandemic. There's epidemic. What's the first? What's the minimum? Endemic. Endemic. I mean, yeah. Local. Right. General area. Worldwide. Right. You think it's worldwide? It's not well, that. well, no, they, they have certain criteria because if they are no longer defined as a pandemic, then the legal ramifications kick in and they're liable for certain things and they don't get protections like, like they do when there's an athletes dropping dead after they've had the shot in the middle of the game and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's devastating. Oh, my goodness. You know. It's and devastating. just keep on coming. This is like a 50s radio station. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got here? Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, the FDA it clearly and the CDC um, had really, really close ties to Twitter. I mean, that's obvious. We, we see it now. We know it now. So why the heck is our government trying to manipulate and distort scientific information? I mean, that's terrifying. Let me, let me put a pause on this conversation. Neil, if you're still listening, I say this to you with respect. With those emails that came out from Twitter, it shows challenges with 2020 election of suppression i just want to make that footnote out there and i respectfully say that to you okay well but every everyone that says oh facebook it's a private entity right they should be able to do whatever they want to do i'm saying not if the government can put them in their pocket and manipulate and distort our elections and destroy our science and stop the conversation about well let's our put health way. the constitution of the united states of america says this if you want to change it, you do in accordance to the Constitution. If you become a member of a social platform and they've got rules and you study the rules, say, okay, I'll do this. You're right. I was wrong on that one. But when they subvert it and they suppress it, the higher up says, yeah, this is what it says, but this is what we're going to do. Then it becomes a challenge. You can't, it's not fair play on a social platform. Uh, look, uh, you know, I, I just think they are the community center that's where we go that's the platform we use to communicate and you cannot have a public forum like that where they're distorting free speech and it's not equivalent to you know what we used to have with the you know um, store over here who doesn't want to do whatever you know make the cake they have a right to do that you know we we need to have free speech in the united states this is the biggest assault on the first amendment and i really didn't come to talk about politics but i mean no, it, it comes, is ever it comes absolutely it comes back to your being blocked because of what you tell right, the truth right Right. So, but I, I, I will tell you that the misinformation thing was really kind of scary at first because I thought, who are these fact checkers? And then, you know, you read about Snopes and you're just like, you've got to be kidding me. They, they have no credibility whatsoever. Um, and then, uh, you know, it was fascinating because Steve Hirsch 
offered $2 million. He said, I will pay anyone to have a conversation. You don't have to win it. You don't have to lose it. It's, you know, but let's have a discussion about the care of the patients and what has happened with the vaccine. And he offered $2 million, but no one, no one would even come up on the, from the opposite side. Mm. No one, no one came up. Okay. We're having a live feed issue. We're trying to work through it here. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. Fi- we'll, fix well that can quick. I tell you another thing that happened to me on Facebook? Sure. So um, I was doing some advertising on Facebook for a while. And all of a sudden, I, I decided to, to post something from Bobby Kennedy Jr. And it was a really, really thoughtfully done video of him talking about the Gardasil vaccine. Okay. And it was very damning, okay? And, you know, he said, go ahead, you know, uh, sue me. You know, if any of the information I'm going to provide to you is wrong, you can sue me. But no one ever did. And, And so they created a false business advertisement and took $1,200 out of my bank account. Let's continue that conversation after the break. Be back in three. I'm Dr. Cole. If it's COVID care or wanting to safely get off medications, we look forward to serving you soon. I want to keep you healthy. From COVID care to safely getting off medications, we are committed to your health. Call Denise at 254-773-8339 or visit us at healthysuccessworks.com. Stuff happens, and when it does, you need to be prepared. Sentex Tactical right here in Temple has got you covered. A veteran-owned business that strives to provide great gear at great prices. From military, police, and medical gear to your very own bug-out bag and more. Check out Sentex Tactical at 2122 West Adams Avenue or check them out on the web at SentexTacticalGear.com. Get Sentex Tactical, 254-231-3583. Ma's Place is something of a surprise. It's a cute little cafe that offers a full menu of mouth-watering home-cooked meals for dine-in or takeout. Vicki carries on a long tradition of serving the best food at a reasonable price. Give them a call at 254-699-0011 or stop in at 139 West Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Harker Heights. You won't be disappointed. The perfect bottle of wine, a favorite scotch, for surprises and celebrations, or a relaxing evening at home. Whatever your choice of spirit, visit the Liquor Depot at 1604 West 4th Street on the Milan Plaza in Cameron, where you'll find a variety of wine and spirits plus beer featured in their new large walk-in beer cooler. Enjoy friendly management and top-shelf expertise. Open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or call 254-697-0766. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. 
If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Betros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com, and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaronsgunshop.com Listening to it's an incredible song. Deep Purple's out there gonna be recording some music, and before they got there, some stupid with a flare gun burned the place to the ground. So the smoke came off the hill and across the water. You so, are kidding, man! I'm not kidding. Like, I have known that song for forty-five years. I used to play it on the guitar. Once you know it's that very story, easy. the song because. That's right. Yeah, on right. the guitar, That's absolutely. Right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking at us at, on Facebook, yes, it's probably upside down, okay? We were having a problem, and I'm rigging it as fast as I can just to make it so we got audio, okay? Upside so just down. turn your freaking phone upside down, okay, and you'll be all right. There we go. But right now, if you want to be on the program, give me a call, 254-697-6633. And uh, I've got Dr. Shelly Cole in the studio. You need to check her out. Healthy Success Works. Doc Oh, that's a tongue twister. HealthySuccessWorks.com. And we're in Temple. You know, the thing is, people don't trust pharma anymore. That's that's pretty apparent. They, they're they fed up with it. Um, I and you want to get a tetanus shot. I want to find yeah, a, exactly. a poor pharmacy company. I want one that ain't making no money. Ain't well, now that's no impossible, right? Okay, now you got you to gotta make a living. Everyone's got to make a living. But, you know, people, you want to trust what they have to say to you, right? You don't want, you, you have to build rapport with your doctor. You Look, know, it's the, the same thing with a mechanic. I right. will drive miles to go to somebody I know is going to give me this straight scoop. Right. And I'll right. pay a little bit more because I don't want this question as to what it is. Right. Michelle, there's a guy on the phone who wants to talk to you. Okay. And what's it? Okay, we have a call on the line. Who's calling? What's Welcome his name? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Who am I talking to? Yes. Uh, this is Wayne. How what? you doing, man? Wayne, how you doing, buddy? It's good to hear your voice, buddy. Hi, Wayne. Uh, thank you. Hello, Dr. Cole. Uh, my question is, this uh, COVID vaccine that, uh, can it cause respiratory problems? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> let, let's just talk a little bit about the vaccine because... You know, when they were introducing it in late December of 2020, I really got scared because 
I learned what we call is the mechanism of action or, or how it works, okay? And what I learned was all the vaccines in the past, the manufacturer would make the little part of the virus, either a little part of the, the, the cell membrane of it or, or some protein that was in the virus, and then they would introduce that as a vaccine and your body would fight it off by making antibodies. And so the COVID vaccine was entirely different because they were literally giving us the little tiny protein part of the, uh, the virus, but they also gave us the machinery to make it. In other words, our body was going to make the part of the virus and then our body was supposed to fight it and that scared the hell out of me excuse my language I'm really sorry but it really did scare me okay because how does the body know if it's the virus or if it's self if it's foreign or if it's self the body didn't have any idea and so the risk for autoimmune disease was terrifying and look what's happened. Look what has happened over the last two years, essentially. If you're paying attention, studying, watching, looking, listening, hearing, all that kind of stuff, you will notice, oh my gosh, blood clots, people dropping dead. How many athletes have you seen before this pandemic drop dead on the field? How many news reporters have you seen just drop dead doing a news report? How many people have you seen drop dead do well, they had to even create syndromes to explain it, right? The yeah. sudden, sudden adult death, death syndrome, yeah, you know. Bring, bring up a lie so they make it work. Listen, there are more. I'm sorry, Wayne. Um, am I answering your question? I'm sorry. But, well, the reason, I, the reason I'm asking you this is because he uh, was fine three weeks ago. Yes, sir. Oh no. And we lost him. He was a oh. very dear friend of mine. Oh, Wayne. He took the COVID vaccine about a year ago or whenever, a little longer. I, I'm so very sorry for your loss. Um, it's devastating. Um, the statistics now um, are telling us that you're four times more likely to be hospitalized after the vaccine from an injury than you are from COVID. But what it sounds like your, your friend had, it, it was a friend, wasn't it? Or was it a family member? Yes. So, very dear yeah. Um, so he, he probably got an infection because when your immune system's over there fighting and creating an antibody to a virus that was back in December of 2020 and is not even in our environment anymore, then he couldn't fight, he couldn't, you know, bolster up and, and fight off infection. And But I want you to know, Wayne, we, we still are taking care of patients, okay? Um, they can call the office in Temple, um, but we, we have telemedicine doctors that we're taking care of patients. We're using hydroxychloroquine. We're using ivermectin every day. Um, just got a prescription in for a patient. And she was very appreciative, you know, in her middle 70s. So we are still taking care of patients over the telephone. And 
And so, you know, please remember that. It just breaks my heart. People do not have to die from COVID, but it sounds like they probably had a respiratory infection because of their immune system not being able to fight off an infection. How's that? Okay. Wayne, you good? Sorry, Wayne. All right, Wayne, appreciate the call, buddy. 254-697-6633. We want to go from there. Shall we that story is too common. Yeah. That story is completely unacceptable and in our day and age. And, and so we know about the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Reporting System. Uh, the, that's the CDC. 1%, right? Right. The CDC created this back in 1986 because what happened was the vaccine uh, manufacturers came to the government, to HHS, and said, we're not going to make vaccines anymore because there's too much liability in it, okay? And the government said, oh, no, no, we must have our vaccines. We must have our vaccines. And they said, we're, we're not going to make them. And they said, we'll take your liability. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Right there so, so they literally took product liability away from the manufacturers. And so they don't have any consequence if somebody has a serious adverse event. They don't, if somebody dies or somebody's hospitalized. That's a risk they're willing to take. I think they are. I think they must, you know, do calculations to determine how much does a death, how much is a death worth to us, you know? So, um, it was interesting because do you all remember the um, V-Safe mobile app that we were supposed to download onto yes. our phone yes. um, at the beginning of the vaccine, uh, you know, rollout? So the CDC created this mobile app and they said, um, download it. Um, if you have any adverse events, please report them to uh you know, to us. So we can file them appropriately. It, file in the, the round trash file. can. The I mean, uh, yeah. But so they never. One flush, I ought to do it. They <laughs> never, they never ever um, reported any statistics from it. So the um, Informed Action Committee, the Informed Consent Action Committee, ICANN, actually sued the CDC to get the reports. They wanted to know the data, you know. And so guess what? 10 million people downloaded the app. Okay? So that's a lot of people. And, you know, we could have some information. Yep. So you want to know how many people reported and I don't adverse? Know. I really don't know if I do or not. Uh, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> give me the bad news, but don't over there laugh at me. 3.3 million people, or 33% of 10 million people reported an adverse event. 1.2 million people said they were unable to perform daily activities for a time after the vaccination. Shelly, go, go back before the pandemic. When would you stop a vaccination after how many people like, are injured by it's it? It's 5% oh, or less, isn't it? What was it? Three you, wanna, you were on to remember it was back in, in the late 60s. Two ch children died. They pulled the RSV. That was oh, it. Two. Uh, you know, we, can, we, can, we got 8 billion people on the planet. We can spare. But they had product liability. They had product liability at that time. Okay. So, all right. So, do you want to know how many people were hospitalized? Yes. You, you do want to know? I want to know. Okay. 
800,000 people <laughs> were hospitalized. Nothing That's 8%. 8% were hospitalized. 8%. Now, if you compare that to their own study, how many people were hospitalized from COVID? 2.1%. Oh, so we got to okay. get them hospitals some money. You're four right. times more likely to be hospitalized. Break. Look, I want to try and fix Facebook here. Yes, you're upside down right now. I want to see if I can right side you up here. But we're here with Dr. Shelley Cole. We'll be back in three minutes. 254-697-6633. <laughs> the owner of ANC Firearms in Heidenhammer, Texas, is an avid gun enthusiast and enjoys helping all of his customers to find the gun that's perfect for them. With a large selection of pistols, rifles, and shotguns, finding the right gun becomes easy. Go to ANC Firearms, located at 5819 U.S. Highway 190 in Heidenhammer, or call them 254-983-4417. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, knives, and a whole lot more. ANC Firearms, 254-983-4417. Hi, this is Matt with Logic Nation. I want to talk about McGuire Tire. I've known these guys for a long time. Good friends of mine, Casey and the gang. They've got a couple locations. One's in Temple at 254-773-3114 or in Belton at 254-939-1357 or simply yet, just go to McGuireTire.com. They can handle all your tire needs and so much more. Check them out, McGuireTire.com. Morningstar Ranch Ministries building rock-solid leaders in Milam County. We are a Christian 501c3 camp hosting teen leadership camp for underprivileged youth and veterans with PTSD in Milano, Texas. msrministries.org is our website. You can Google us at Morningstar Ranch in Milano, Texas. Join us on Aaron's High Cap Adventure Radio Program. Hard propaganda is spreading false information. Soft propaganda is biased by omission. YouTube promotes leftist videos and blocks conservative videos. YouTube has blocked Prager University because God's moral laws, capitalism, and free markets, and why the founding fathers are heroes are all unsuitable for young people. The Colonel is on high cap adventures. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Petros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaronsgunshop.com
your host. I got the Colonel Rayford Brown, my wingman. He's out right now, so lift him up in prayer. He's got a little respiratory problems there. I want to make sure he's okay. Got Judge Andy Isaacs to my left. Got Dr. Shelley Cole to my right. Shelley, well, actually, first, if you want to be on the program, give me a call, 254-697-6633. We're simulcasting on KRXT and KMIL, and you can check us out, I think, Facebook Live at Aaron'sGunshop.com. Shelly, I have type 2 diabetes. Okay. My, my blood sugar A1C was 11.7. Okay. Uh, in three and a half months, I got it down to below 6, like 5.7. That's by, incredible. By completely changing everything I did. You know, if it tasted good, I spit it out. Right. And right. went on and took glipizide. They that start, was your that was your philosophy. Yeah. If it tastes good, spit it, spit it, out. it out. That's right. So no sugar, absolutely no sugar, and I got control. Now, but of that's it. let's just slow down here for a second. Now hemoglobin A one C that is a long term marker for the sugar in your blood. Okay, right. it's it's three months, um, kind of an average of the three months, and and. 11.7 is kind of high. Yeah, it was it's, close it's, to having shots. Yeah, so you were close to being on insulin, right? right yeah, right. that's not good. That's, that's not really, good. really not good. Um, but you were able to, with your diet. And taking glipizide. Okay, so you were on glipizide. Yeah. Which, and, which yeah. I took it's it. It's an oral medicine, okay. okay? It's an oral diabetic med, okay? So I'm, I'm rocking along. I'm still on the glipizide all through summer until here recently. And I ran out. So I said, you know what? My sugar's under control. I kept, you know, I do the stick and and, sure. take it, and it was down around, it would stay between 130 and 100, which is normal. And, and during, in the yeah. fasting state? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I said, I'm getting off this glipizide. I don't want to take this stuff no more. I don't like long-term medicine. So did, how, how did it make you feel? I mean, oh, like, I was fine. I was so good. you didn't have any symptoms from no it? No side okay. effects. Okay. No side effects. So I took it, quit taking it. And I would periodically take my... Now, when I say quit taking it three weeks ago, I quit taking it three weeks ago. Last week, I started taking my deal, and my blood sugar went to 300 on the. Yeah. 300, 200. So I said, God Almighty. So I went back on glipizide. I just started to come back down like it's supposed to, but I'm thinking, when am I going to be able to get off this crap? All right. Well, so what you're saying is, is taking the medicine. The best way to treat diabetes. Right. Is that what you're asking? That's exactly what I want. I want to know what I can do other than and then not ever eat. Right. To, right. To get control of this so I don't have to take any medicine. Absolutely. And that that would be the goal is to, you know, get to the point where your your body doesn't need any medicines to keep the sugar down. Um, well, I'll tell you what typically happens is the doctors aren't checking an insulin test on you. They're checking a fasting glucose test. Okay. okay? And so the fasting glucose happens really, really late. The very first thing that starts to happen when somebody is at risk for diabetes is their insulin goes up. Their insulin goes up because it's harder to keep the sugar down. And so they make more insulin, and then that insulin stops working. And it's called insulin resistance. And so they have to, they have to, their body and their pancreas has to make more insulin, more insulin to keep the sugar down. 
So if your doctor is just taking a fasting glucose on you, you have no idea how much insulin it's taking to keep that down in the healthy range, you know, in the fasting state. And so we like to check people um, for an insulin before their sugars are going high, okay? Because we can tell, oh, look at this, you know, their insulin's 40. And, you know, we like to have it around five or six when they're fasting, but it's 40. Um, it may be keeping their sugar down in the bloodstream, but ultimately these people are going to succumb to diabetes, right? So we call that pre-pre-diabetes. We want to know when the insulin's going up. We don't want to wait for the fasting glucose to start rising, okay? Okay. So um, when when you don't really know that you are, are at risk and your insulin's going up, you have to understand that insulin stores fat in the liver. That's its job, okay? We would all have to be eating constantly, you know, to keep sugar in our bloodstream. But because we have insulin, insulin can store some sugar as fat. And so, you know, we can go periods of time through the, throughout the day that we don't have to be eating all the time because of insulin. So there's some good things about insulin. But there's some really bad things about insulin. And one of the bad things about insulin is that it makes people have cravings, like ridiculous cravings. Like you go to the cabinet, you eat something, uh, doesn't help, you know, doesn't, doesn't hit the spot, you know, and then you eat something else and, and, and that doesn't do it either. And you're still trying to find something to eat. But, you know, dinner's over there on the cooktop. It's going to be it's going to be ready in about 10 minutes. Does okay. you gain weight. Does marijuana have insulin? Does mar does marijuana cause People insulin? People smoke pot, man. They get hungry. <laughs> it's it's the munchies. <laughs> yeah, to the munchies. Yeah, Matt, Matt, what's this obsession of? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So so what happens is they wait too long to diagnose the diabetes when the fasting glucose is going up, and that's way too late. We want to know when the insulin's going up. Okay. And so that means that the pancreas is already exhausted. Okay. There are some amazing things that the body has to do to actually bring sugar into the cell. Um, and the body just eventually tuckers out. And so the doctors start people on medicines that try to improve our sensitivity to insulin, that try to push our pancreas to make more insulin. Okay. But what they don't realize is that the vast majority of medical problems are not the fasting glucose being high. It's the insulin. It's the insulin being high. Okay. And, and so insulin is what makes the blood vessels become stiff and rigid and increase your risk for stroke or heart attack. Insulin is what does that, okay? Now, sugars being high are not good. I would not advocate trying to get off your meds without somebody supporting you. That's what we do. I've been doing this for 10 years. And when we started offering a low-carb diet in the office, I, re I, I couldn't believe it. People were getting off their blood pressure meds, their diabetes meds, wow, their cholesterol meds. That's proof in the pudding right there. And, and, I, and I had to read. I said... How is this working? I can't believe it. Their, their, their blood pressure normalized. 
And so it was very, very interesting uh, because when I had offered the very low, the low calorie or low fat diets, exercising more, you know, that mm-hmm. paradigm that we were taught for 50 years, um, you know, eat low fat, exercise more. But what we found was that just slows our metabolism down. You know, your thyroid stops working and slow your metabolism down and it doesn't work. So, um, but when we started over offering the low carb diets, just like the judge was saying that he was able to drop his hemoglobin A1C almost five, six points. I mean, it was was phenomenal. And so what I would say to you is that giving a diabetic medicines is like mopping up the floor while the faucet's still running. Okay. Okay. Shelly, okay. let me pause you. We got a call yeah. on the line. I want to get him before the break. Um, okay. Caller, welcome to the program. Francis. This is Francis. Francis, welcome to the program. You got a question for Dr. Shelley? Yes. Um, you, uh, you were talking about the I-1C. And I Well, I think we use the glucose tolerance test in pregnancy. Okay, we use we use it in pregnancy, um, and it's very accurate. It it'll tell us how much reserve we have at helping the keep the sugar down. But they're still too late. They are too late. We want to know when your insulin's going up. We don't want to wait until your sugars are out of whack. Okay. And that's one of the failings that I see. Um, I have never had, it's really shocking. I can say, honestly, I've never had any diabetic come in my office that has an insulin test. Never. Where do you get them? Well, it's a blood test. You, you should be able to get it at your doctor's office, yeah. you know. Francis, so. did that answer you? The hemoglobin A1C is a an average of your sugars. It so hemoglobin, um, the sugar glycosylated, meaning the sugar sticks to the hemoglobin molecule. And if you're diabetic and your sugars are running higher in your bloodstream, the glycosylated or the binding of the sugar to the hemoglobin molecule is more increased so um you know you you kind of it's like um smokers you know they have the carbon monoxide um and so i'm sorry so okay but i'm not sure i answered your question for you i i wouldn't wait till the sugars are going up we want to know earlier than that i appreciate the call Thanks for listening, and we're going to go to a three-minute break. We'll be back in three minutes, 254-697-6633. See you on the other side. The IRS is the most powerful collections agency in the world. Do you really want to go up against them alone? 
As a licensed tax professional, I negotiate tax debt settlements for people just like you. I will protect and defend your rights and make sure you don't pay one cent more than you are legally required to do. If you owe back taxes or the IRS is threatening to seize your bank account or property, call me today, Christine Stevenson at 737-234-0196. The perfect bottle of wine, a favorite scotch, for surprises and celebrations or a relaxing evening at home. Whatever your choice of spirit, visit the Liquor Depot at 1604 West 4th Street on the Milan Plaza in Cameron, where you'll find a variety of wine and spirits plus beer featured in their new large walk-in beer cooler. Enjoy friendly management and top-shelf expertise. Open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or call 254-697-0766. Hi, this is Lane Mills, the owner of Cameron Fitness, and I'm very excited to tell you what we have to help you achieve your fitness goals. 24-hour access, free childcare, one-on-one training, group classes, affordable rates, and a clean environment with modern equipment. Call today at 254-605-6429 to speak with one of our staff members on how to sign up and begin your physical transformation here in Cameron Fitness in the Milan Plaza. Have you had an auto accident? What about hail damage? Sam's Collision Intent, located north of Buckholz on FM 1915, can fix and repair minor or major damage to your car, truck, or RV. Your lights dim, window tint peeling? Sam's Collision can fix that too. Give Sam a call at 254-697-1617 for an estimate on your repair. 15 years experience and iCar Platinum certified. Sam's Collision, 254-697-1617. Life is hard, but your finances shouldn't be. How have you weathered the storms of life these past two years? I am Melinda Bulls of Bulls Financial Group, an independent firm helping my community with financial services for over 23 years. Our focus is on you, your goals, your dreams, and developing a lasting relationship with you. Let us help navigate your financial journey to achieve balanced money, balanced life. Visit our website at bullsfinancialgroup.com. That's B-U-L-L-S, financialgroup.com, to get started with your unique client relationship journey. Hello, I'm Dr. Cole. If it's COVID care or wanting to safely get off medications, we look forward to serving you soon. I want to keep you healthy. From COVID care to safely getting off medications, we are committed to your health. Call Denise at 254-773-8339 or visit us at healthysuccessworks.com. Radio program. Matt, your host. With me is Dr. Shelley Cole, healthysuccessworks.com. Did I say it right? You did. It's a tongue, tongue twister. Tongue, tongue twister. Shelley, we got a question for you. Okay. I got a question. Let's see if I can just uh, pick it apart here. Long COVID or COVID syndrome, which apparently some people, including my cousin's son, has. By the way, he took the vaccine. He couldn't get disability in Texas, moved to Boston, and got disability there. Hmm. So, you want to talk about that? Long haulers. Okay. Long haulers is by definition, you've had COVID symptoms for more than three weeks. Okay. 
And so usually it's the respiratory symptoms. I think Wayne was telling us about, you know, somebody who had the, it, sound, it sounded like a COVID infection or upper respiratory infection, but typically they'll have lingering symptoms. Um, I've had patients from all over the country because we do accept patients from all over the country. We can take care of COVID patients and vaccine injured um, and long haulers across the country. So you just go to our website, fill out, look for the little orange tab at the top of the website on the main page, fill out the form and Dolores will give you a call and we'll take care of you. But Telemedicine, is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we just send the documents to them and, and we'll get them in and take care of them. We, we're available from Monday through Thursday. Um, but what I would say is the, the vaccinated, if there's ever been a group of patients that need detox more, I don't know it. Okay. They need detoxification and they need help getting these toxins out of the body. It, and my profession really doesn't have experience doing that. You know, they, they don't understand the complexities of that. And so I, I would discourage people from going and get, getting something over the counter and, you know, trying a liver cleanse or a colon cleanse or a coffee enema or whatever. Shelly, can you bring Dr. McCullough into this conversation? Sure. Ex- what about explain him? who he is, what he does, and why it's so important? Well, Peter McCullough is one of my heroes. Okay. I mean, he absolutely is one of my heroes and he was a chairman of the department at Baylor college of, uh, actually Baylor Scott and white in Dallas. Okay. And, um, he was at the pinnacle of establishment medicine. He was the chairman of a department. Okay. Oh. Most, um, published scientist in the literature that that is pretty incredible. That man is well read um, if you ever have a chance to hear Dr. McCullough, you can go to the Rogan, you know, podcast. It, it, he had 10 million people mm-hmm. watch that podcast. But um, Peter McCullough uh, was a good man and he, and he went into medicine for the right reason. And he believed in prevention and he believed in treatment, early treatment. Okay. So he started, uh, he asked for a grant to um, start studying uh, when, when COVID hit. And so they gave him money to, um, study and then they took away the money, interestingly enough, and they fired him from his job and then they sued him. He's an aunt. He's an aunt. He's He's my hero. aunt. and so, um, now as of November the 18th, I don't know if people understand the, how time consuming recertification is, you know, we, we have to recertify, um, for our board certification. And I just did. So I made a 97 on the test. So I, I, I passed. Less, okay. My, my daughter said, which, which question did you miss? I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, which one was that? I, I still argued with them, but anyway, um, Dr. McCullough was double boarded. He was in internal medicine and you have to think about it. Medicine, internal medicine is all of medicine internally, okay? Everything. See, he's double boarded. Now they want to waterboard him <sighs> for telling the truth. True. And, and so he the had... the truth to people, they'll believe you. And he, and, he, and he also has the cardiology boards. And so, um, yeah, so he... But they literally wanted to take away 
his board certification. I, I just, I can't even imagine that they would do that because he, they call him misinformation. He was on the top 12 for misinformation. I'm saying that a lot for about a lot of people how their credentials are so long, but because you told the truth and you became an ant, you were eviscerated as to your credentials or who you are. They want to snuff you. They want to throw you out a window. They want to do whatever they can to shut you up because you're contrary to what the Matt, system wants. Matt, I had, um, um, I had um, two complaints to the Texas Medical Board that I had to fight. I had to spend thousands and thousands of dollars um, fighting for my license because somebody you know, just arbitrarily decided. Now, both of them were dismissed after thousands and thousands of dollars. And who pays for that? I have to incur more expenses in the office. That means I have to raise my prices. Mm-hmm. And that affects patient care. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Shelly, I think we got a caller. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what, let's take the caller, Shelby. Got Neil on the line? Yes. Neil, welcome back to the program. What's on your mind, buddy? Neil, can you hear me? Yes, barely, but I can't hear you. All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, Dr. Shelley, is that correct? Yes, hi, Neil. <clears throat> hi. Um, I have a, my question to you is, what is the number one thing, the best thing that benefits diabetics? I have been type 2. For over 20 years. So. Yes, sir. So I have a little experience in that area. But I wanted to hear what you think. What is the best thing for diabetics? Uh, I'm so glad you asked that question. Uh, I, I would love to answer that question. Um, let me just kind of set it up for a second. We had a patient in our office who joined our program. We have a wellness program. And he joined and over a 14 week period of time, he lost 48 pounds. He got off eight medications. He was down to one metformin pill. His hemoglobin A1C had dropped from 7.3. His triglycerides normalized. His HDL went up. His sugars were normal. He was no longer by definition except for that one metformin pill, a diabetic, because he, was, he wasn't in the hemoglobin A1C range to be defined as a diabetic. And he was really, really excited. I mean, you can imagine getting off all your meds. And he goes in to see the MD, PhD, chairman of the department, uh, who had been managing his insulin-dependent diabetes for 10 years. And he actually thought naively that the doctor was going to be excited for him, you know, And so he goes in and he says, look, look at me. You know, I lost 48 pounds. I'm off these meds. And the guy immediately says, you need to get back on your insulin. And he says, well, she tells me that caused cravings. I can't lose weight when I'm on insulin. And he goes, are you going to let her manage your diabetes? And I was like, well, results are results. I mean, it's your choice. You want to be on eight meds. You want to keep treating symptoms instead of find the cause of the disease. Then go ahead. Treat treat one, one symptom at a time. So I'm going to tell you 
what the one main thing, and, and there are many different ways of doing this, and we would love to help you do that, okay? I don't recommend doing what the judge did, you know, just stopping the meds and now the sugar goes up to 300. That's probably not the best thing. But I come in, and what I will tell you is intermittent fasting lowers your insulin needs more than anything else you can possibly do, okay? Now, fasting fasting sounds like, you know, the F word. It's not a good thing, but but so tell me, how do you feel about fasting? Are are you willing to do you know what a fast is? I mean, if you don't eat anything from eight o'clock at night. Stop. Yes, Stop. yes, sir. Just to hold up a second. Okay. Hold up a second, okay? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, of course. And what, I, what, and what I want you to do is just tell me the one thing and you told me the intermittent fasting. Yeah, that's and exactly right. That it's very, very helpful, but I disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'm for listening. Me, for, me, for me and only me, activity, not only exercise, but activity. Right. Right. So I appreciate all your information, but I just wanted to let you know my last numbers, my A1C was 12.7 and my fasting was 300, okay? And Neil, how old, so, how old are you, Neil? So, Neil, Neil, okay. Neil. Let me give you the reason why. Let me give you the reason why. You stopped exercising? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Neil. Yeah. Very good, Neil. Don't mean to cut you yeah. off, but I'm at a hard break. I got to go to a break. It's a great call. Thank you very much. We'll be back in three minutes with Dr. Shelley Cole. <laughs> Ma's Place is something of a surprise. It's a cute little cafe that offers a full menu of mouth-watering home-cooked meals for dine-in or takeout. Vicki carries on a long tradition of serving the best food at a reasonable price. Give them a call at 254-699-0011 or stop in at 139 West Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Harker Heights. You won't be disappointed. Stuff happens, and when it does, you need to be prepared. Sentex Tactical right here in Temple has got you covered. A veteran-owned business that strives to provide great gear at great prices. From military, police, and medical gear to your very own bug-out bag and more. Check out Sentex Tactical at 2122 West Adams Avenue or check them out on the web at SentexTacticalGear.com. 
at Sentex Tactical, 254-231-3583. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures. If you've decided to carry a handgun for self-defense, you better know what you're doing. If you don't, you better learn fast. Not only fast, but thoroughly. Aaron's Gun Shop and High Cap Adventures fills the void between a Johnny wannabe and a person who has been properly trained in the proper handling and use of a firearm. Call me, Matt Petros, at 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com and set up a class or seminar to get you started on the road to proficiency with a firearm for self-defense. Go to our website, aaronsgunshop.com, and review the High Cap Adventures page. We have seminars to cover most forms of firearms training. Call 254-697-4721 or email me at aaronsgunshop at gmail.com to get more information on how to get started with your training. The time for games is over. Reality starts now. Aaronsgunshop.com Cameron Farm and Ranch, right here in Cameron at 308 North Bannon, is the place to go get your neutrino feed for your livestock, medicine to help keep them healthy, and also available are lawn and garden supplies, gifts, and clothing. Pick up your supplies through their drive-thru or walk inside and shop. Cameron Farm and Ranch, located at 308 North Bannon in Cameron. Or call them at 254-697-6966. All you wanted was to be left alone, but the robber had other plans and you were forced to fire. Who do you call? What do you say? Will you be arrested? Will you be sued? Don't worry about the legal system. For just $12.50 per month, members have access to a 24-hour legal hotline to assist you in the immediate aftermath of a self-defense gun use. Don't let the bad guys ruin your life. Go to selfdefensefund.com and join today. I took my son to the ACDC concert. No way. I did. I did. The guy next to me was so stoned, he's like, You are the coolest mom in the entire world. (laughs) As he was eating his munchies, right? Exactly. Exactly. Can I just respond to uh, you know the last caller? Sure. Um, we had, he he asked for uh, you know what's the what's the most important thing and he brought up one of the really important pieces of the puzzle and that's exercise. If you want to get your sugar down in your bloodstream right away, exercise is really great for that. Um, it's a piece of the puzzle, but you have to fast or you lower your carbohydrates. Those are the two two options. You know, when you're trying to get your insulin down. Okay. Let's clarify that. If you fast, let's say you're not eating as well, but because you're fasting, it makes up for it as compared to watching your carbohydrates all during the day. Is that what you're trying to say? So let's just tell them what a fast is because, you know, most people do an intermittent fast every single day in the 24 hour period. If your last meal is seven o'clock at night and you don't eat until eight o'clock in the morning, that's a 13 hour intermittent fast okay Mm -hmm. 
And so what happens is you have a baseline of insulin in your body, okay? Remember, as that number goes up, as the insulin stops working and you have insulin resistance, you need more and it's doing less for you, that baseline insulin increases, okay? When you fast, that number starts to drop. The insulin starts to go down, okay? If you do it longer, so let's say instead of eating at 8 o'clock in the morning, you say, I think I'll have a cup of coffee and uh, maybe not eat until 9 o'clock, okay? I'm not, I'm not really hungry at 8, but, you know, I, I've been eating breakfast at 8 o'clock for 50 years and, you know, my stomach starts to growl and I think it needs food and so I'm feeding it. Okay, but actually that's just a hormone called ghrelin and it's preparing your body because you're kind of thinking, okay, she's about to eat. So, you know, we start getting the juices going. Um, uh, If you just, you know, push through that one day, your body would stop doing that at that. Even if you had done it for decades. That's a great little trick to know. Yeah. You just got to push through it. And, and so you don't break an intermittent fast with black coffee or, or hot tea. You do break the fast. And, and I'm a purist in this sense that, you know, if you start putting creamer or milk or half and half or those kind of things in it, that's going to stop the fast you know, right away. Let me back you up here because I'm set in my ways when it comes to eating. But the last two weeks I've been down down on my back right a lot of pain and right. I, I did not feel like eating now it's just like uh, i'm not i don't feel like eating i guess i better eat just so i got something in my stomach well, that's a perfect example so i mean being sick most most time you know it just shuts the the appetite down because the body's trying to heal and it's you know think about it this way which which lion is more alert more ready to go more pound ready to pounce on a prey the one that's fell uh, f- completely full, lying underneath the the tree, right? Or the one that hasn't eaten for three days? Who's got more mental clarity? <laughs> okay, who's ready to pounce? That's right. That lion is ready to pounce. Okay, so you know when you start allowing your body to start getting some of the things out of it, okay, what we call autophagy, um, you're body will start to feel better and start to to move and have more energy and the insulin will drop and so when you do eat a carbohydrate okay like wheat okay then you're going to be able to go up and then go right down with your insulin because your insulin works better so the more you do intermittent fasting the better your insulin works Okay. And we haven't lifted one weight yet. You haven't lifted one, but weightlifting's another piece of the puzzle. Okay, that's an important piece of puzzle. And and exercise, uh, you know, cardiovascular, sure, it, it's all pieces of the puzzle. But he asked for the number one thing. The number one thing is lowering your insulin, and the most effective way to do that is intermittent fasting. And just start slow. Don't say, you know, I've met people that say, I did a five-day fast, okay? I did a five-day fast. 
but they'll never do it again because they're mis- they were miserable. <laughs> I had to do a day and a half one just to take cold ice man. First thing I did is go get a steak. Uh, well, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, but just start slow, you know, cut off an hour of eating. So let's say if your last meal is at seven o'clock at night, you know, instead of eating at eight o'clock in the morning, just because you think, you know, you're supposed to eat then push it to nine, then push it to 10. Take your feeding window and keep shrinking it slowly but surely because then your body will become fat adapted. It'll be able to burn fat again. Okay, you'll, you'll, your body doesn't have a choice. It's got to have to burn the fat for its energy source if you're not eating. And, and so it shouldn't be this white knuckle, miserable, I, I, I can't even believe how bad I feel, the F word, you know, <laughs> we, it, we, it shouldn't have to be that way. If you do it slow and methodically, you know, and just it, listen, you're not going to get a big reward for it, you know, taking you two days. But the longer you can fast, the better it is for your health. Hmm. Isn't that contrary to what we've always been told, like eating a good breakfast keeps you going throughout the day? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Or eating small, frequent meals. Okay. So the body is not judgmental. Okay. You eat it bring, you know, you bring in the food into the body and the body processes it. It just says, oh, okay, here's another wheat sandwich, you know, and uh, actually wheat bread has a higher insulin in the in the body than white bread, not by much, but it uh, it's still you gave higher. An example of a few different foods, which one has the highest sugar? Right, right. Can you reiterate? That? Right. So, uh, wheat bread. Okay. Um, tell me, tell me, everyone, which food makes your insulin go up the highest in the body? A slice of wheat bread, a Snickers bar, a tablespoon of sugar. Or banana? Is this a trick question? I, I'm thinking Always. of banana. <laughs> I'm thinking of banana. I'm thinking of the bread. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll respond to the judge. So uh, banana, okay? Banana is made, uh, fruit has the sugar fructose, right? Okay. Fructose is not an energy molecule for the human body. It goes straight to the liver and is stored as fat. Okay. It's the most lipogenic or fat-producing sugar known to man. Okay, okay. that's fructose. That's bananas, man. Now, yeah. but but the problem is, so think about it. You, like Matt, like you eat a banana, do you get this like bolt, you know, jolt of energy? I'm I'm ready no. to go lift weights. No, 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 no. God gave us fruit in the summer so we would have fat stores in the winter. Okay, okay, but now we have fruit year round that's that's a real problem um fruit is not going to make you fat but the problem is high fructose corn syrup is in about half of all Mm. of the grocery items you know in a study of sixty thousand items 50 50 percent of them had high fructose corn syrup you know so we're getting a lot of fructose okay we're getting a lot of fructose it's not the banana it's the sugar a it's a, ta- a straight of tablespoon of sugar, right? A straight straight tablespoon of sugar? No, it's not. It's no not. Way. It's not. Um, surely it has to be the Snickers bar, right? No. That'd, be, that'd be nuts if it was. And the hits just keep on coming. So actually, um, 
actually, it's the whole wheat bread. So the whole, whole wheat, wheat bread, bread is actually, especially as I'm a diabetic, or not, is not good for me. Shouldn't I should not eat? Yes. Whole wheat? How the yes. heck did we get into our brains that wheat bread is better to eat than? Yeah. Listen, science. Take the shot. Take the shot. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, it was actually a university in Toronto, in Canada, that started this research back in 1980. Okay, the first item they tested was a slice of white bread and they thought it was going to be the worst and it was um it was 71 and then they checked the wheat bread and the wheat was 72 oh okay so yeah so wheat is actually worse as far as your insulin now the problem is that when we hybridized wheat you all remember amber waves of grain. Absolutely. Okay, four feet tall wheat, right? Well, you don't see that anymore. Ninety-nine percent of the wheat crop is hybridized. It's only about eighteen inches off the ground. So okay? easier. To, it's easier to cultivate. It's easier, and and so what they did was they took some of the protein out uh-huh. to make the husk easier to cultivate, and and then. They distorted the ratio of protein and carbohydrate in the wheat. So they made it much higher in carbohydrates and they lowered about 50% of the, they took out about 50% of the protein out of the wheat. Okay. And so you ate a sandwich in 1950, your sugar would go up to about 100 and then it would come down. You eat a sandwich now, your sugar goes up to 160. You need 60% more insulin to bring that down all right we're gonna take a break hard break coming up it's uh it's 254-697-6633 talk to the doc be back in three Star Ranch Ministries building rock-solid leaders in Milam County. We are a Christian 501c3 camp hosting teen leadership camp for underprivileged youth and veterans with PTSD in Milano, Texas. MSRministries.org is our website. You can Google us at Morningstar Ranch in Milano, Texas. Join us on Aaron's High Cap Adventure Radio Program. Hard propaganda is spreading false information. Soft propaganda is biased by omission. YouTube promotes leftist videos and blocks conservative videos. YouTube has blocked Prager University because God's moral laws, capitalism, and free markets, and why the founding fathers are heroes are all unsuitable for young people. The Colonel is on high cap adventures. Arch Coons, the owner of ANC Firearms in Heidenhammer, Texas, is an avid gun enthusiast and enjoys helping all of his customers to find the gun that's perfect for them. With a large selection of pistols, rifles, and shotguns, finding the right gun becomes easy. Go to ANC Firearms, located at 5819 U.S. Highway 190 in Heidenhammer, or call them 254-983-4417. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, knives, and a whole lot more. ANC Firearms, 254-983-4417. Hi, this is Matt with Logic Nation. I want to talk about McGuire Tire. I've known these guys for a long time, good friends of mine. 
Casey and the gang there. They've got a couple locations. One's in Temple at 254-773-3114 or in Belton at 254-939-1357 or simply yet, just go to mcguiretire.com. They can handle all your tire needs and so much more. Check them out, mcguiretire.com. The perfect bottle of wine, a favorite scotch, for surprises and celebrations or a relaxing evening at home. Whatever your choice of spirit, visit the Liquor Depot at 1604 West 4th Street on the Milan Plaza in Cameron, where you'll find a variety of wine and spirits plus beer featured in their new large walk-in beer cooler. Enjoy friendly management and top-shelf expertise. Open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or call 254-697-0766. Hi, this is Lane Mills, the owner of Cameron's Fitness, and I'm very excited to tell you what we have to help you achieve your fitness goals. 24-hour access, free childcare, one-on-one training, group classes, affordable rates, and a clean environment with modern equipment. Call today at 254-605-6429 and speak with one of our staff members on how to sign up and begin your physical transformation here in Cameron Fitness in the Milan Plaza. Love it. But we're here now with the High Cabin Mentor Radio Program, Dr. Shelly Cole. Shelley. I went to ZZ Top once. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic. No, no. Yeah. George Strait. That's the best concert there is. <laughs> more good looking women. You're in the women. wrong program. You're in more good looking women at George Strait concert <laughs> than in. <laughs> Shelly, can I change topics? Yeah. I want to talk sex. All right. There we go. Let's I, talk sex. There we go. I, I am a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I want to talk sex, there was an article there about blood of a baby but or being transferred to a baby but on the other program we had discussed how some articles came out that women don't want to get associated with men who have taken the vaccination and vice versa right because of uh shedding right you want to talk about that a little bit absolutely absolutely well before pfizer actually released the vaccine in to the public in january of 2021 they had a trial and you have a phase one trial, phase two trial and a phase three trial. And so the phase three trial came out and if you, and I read it at page 59 and um, there actually was a form that the participants, so the men who were participating in the vaccine trial in the phase three trial, if their wife got pregnant Pfizer had to know within 24 hours of the pregnancy. You ha- they had to fill out the pregnancy form. They said, if you have had any contact through inhalation, just being around somebody breathing, or skin contact, you had to notify Pfizer that they were pregnant and, and that you had exposed them. They knew something. They they knew knew something. 
so they knew that the the spike protein and uh, you know we went all across the country i was part of america's frontline doctors i was the medical director there for a while and we went all over the country and people would come up to me after a talk and they would say yep i i started bleeding i haven't bled for 25 years and i'm bleeding now uh, you know, and that wasn't even the vaccinated. So these are people that were in contact with somebody who's vaccinated and the vaccinated were releasing spike protein. I'm sorry, I'm a judge. And it sounds a whole lot like to me you were withholding evidence that would be uh, detrimental to the population. Isn't that against the law? Right. Well, <laughs> you turn to the public health department and what do they say? Mask up social distancing or what is it six feet you know there was no science behind the six no. foot rule do you know how expensive that was for uh, for uh, for businesses to know. to it, it was just shocking trillions trillions yeah just it, it ridiculous so yeah so they knew about the pregnancies and they 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 actually had about 230 pregnancies it, it, it wasn't intended to study women in pregnancy. And about over 200 of those pregnancies, they conveniently lost the data and they really have no conclusion as to draw. Only one child was alive born of the 230 pregnant people in the Pfizer trial. Oh my gosh. You t t say that again. Uh, yeah, say, it, say, that, say that again. Say that again. So, uh, 230 pregnancies that were un unplanned in the Pfizer trials, okay? They they weren't studying pregnant women, right. but 230 people got pregnant. They conveniently lost the data in about 220 of them. There was only one live birth. One live birth. The they New have a record of. The New England Journal of Medicine published an article fairly early after the vaccine was... Uh, released and you know the New England Journal used to be the most reputable trustworthy medical journal in the world Absolutely. and they published a study looking at uh, miscarriages and Fauci comes out and he says nope miscarriage rate is identical to uh, the unvaccinated and but if you really dived into the data, you found that they had allocated 700 third trimester pregnancies, which by definition cannot be miscarriages. That's a fetal loss. They allocated them as a miscarriage. And so because of that, they said, nope, there's no statistical difference. If you remove those 700 uh, pregnancies that could not be miscarriages, the miscarriage rate was 81%. Whenever there's silence on the microphone, that means it's just like you're just shaking your head. You know, what the heck, man? That's crazy. And these are the same people that are all pro-abortion. So where do you go from here, Dr. Shelley? Well, what do we, do? We, we keep telling the truth. We keep fighting. We're writing ivermectin every day. We're writing hydroxychloroquine. It breaks my heart to hear somebody had to be hospitalized, um, you know, for the respiratory infection. So, you know, call us. We'll take care of you. Um, you it's know, an honor to take serve the Central Texans. I've been doing it for over 25 years. We're the ones who are looked at with tinfoil hats. I look at those who don't do the homework 
as wearing tinfoil hats and the crazies and the kooks. You're gonna you're gonna just take the word from a source that has been proven to be corrupt. I don't get it. Go do so, your homework. Right. Well, here's the thing. When I decided to go with hydroxychloroquine, because we didn't know about ivermectin at the time, early in the pandemic, I talked to the authors of the original studies from South Korea and China. I actually called them. They were, one was from John Hopkins, another was from Michigan. And I talked to them on the phone. And I asked them a really a lot of hard questions because they were so maligned in the media. Okay. So um, I finally realized, I go, you know what? These docs are not going to make any money off of hydroxychloroquine. It's a generic. They're not going to make any money. Their motivation is to help society and help people get prevention and early treatment. And that's when I realized, I said, you know what? These people aren't going to make any money on this. I'm going with them. That's right. You know, that's that's exactly what you were called to as a as a, a doctor to help people as a judge i'm called to serve people that's what right. we're to, not right. to anything else to serve right and you're called to help and it and we have somehow lost the idea that that's our responsibility that that we were to it's just so well it's been an honor i mean listen i i would stay up to the office up till like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I mean, we were dealing with patients at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I was motivated to keep people out of the hospital. Amen. You know, that was my goal. And, uh, you know, we, we served the country um, doing that. And now I've got some help, you know, so so I may not be, you know, the one that you talk to on the phone. I've got some wonderful helpers now. Thank goodness. Um, and I get to leave the office around six or seven at night, you know. God, so, what a break. What a break. Yeah, that's right. Shelly, do you want to mention a couple of things, other things that you do as well, like the ozone? You had touched on it, but you didn't really. So, you know, the, the, the thing is that the healthcare system is broken, okay? Uh, if you can't see that and you don't trust your doctor anymore and you realize that these, these medicines aren't working, they're only treating symptoms, what you want to do is get at the cause of disease, okay? You don't want to treat one symptom after another symptom. And, and so that's what we do. We look at a comprehensive uh, assessment of you and we want you to be healthy. We want you to get better. You know, the, the patients are told once they get on that blood pressure med, here, you got to take this. If you don't take this blood pressure medicine, you're going to die and you're going to be on it for the rest of your life. I mean, is that what you want? Chronic disease symptom management? You know, that's not what we want. We want people to get better, Shelly, you know? We had, we had a conversation some time ago on the other program, and you had mentioned, correct me if I'm misquoting, that there's a book out there that basically states we know everything there is to know about curing cancer. Was that you who said that? Well, yeah. Otto Warburg uh, yeah, received the no- Nobel Peace Prize in 1931. But shh, don't tell nobody. Right. So we know that cancer has to must have sugar. Cancer cells cannot burn fat. So they have, they need 20 times the amount of sugar as a normal cell. Okay. So just like the judge did, he stopped eating sugar and it'll kill the cancer. Okay. The other thing cancer doesn't like is oxygen. Cancer likes to be in an oxygen deprived environment. And so when you are creating a treatment to get rid of cancer, what would you do? 
Starve it. it. Get rid of the sugar. Suffocate it. And suffocate it. Thank you, Matt. You've gotten your MD degree. <laughs> now you're going to open your, uh, put your shingle up and take care of some cancer patients. Shelly, we've got one minute. Okay. In that minute, tell the people what you want to tell them. Tell them where you are. Tell them what you got. Well, it's been so much fun, Matt. You well, know, good. I really enjoyed it. Well, so thank you very much. Program. It's always um, fun to hear what you've got. Yeah. So, you know, if, if people want to learn more about us, they can go to the website, healthysuccessworks.com. Um, we do a workshop. Our next workshop, it's free, January the 9th. So if you want to get on, and I would encourage you to, because it is going to fill, because we only have like 10 to 12 spots. So it will be filled up by the 9th of January, um, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So call the office. It's 254 773-8339 and leave a message and Dolores will call you. Shelly, as always, it's a pleasure to be in your presence. It's a great conversation. And ladies and gentlemen out there, if you want to uh, listen to this again, just go to aaronsgunshop.com, go to the radio page, and the podcast will be up there hopefully sometime later today. Until then, God bless. Keep your powder dry.